Hey guys, happy Monday. Happy New Year 2023. This is Cancel This. Time now is 7, 10 a.m. Central Time. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know what we do? It's a live podcast, 7 to 10, Monday through Friday. Other people take the day off. We work. <laughs> it is, is it official? Is it official holiday today? I don't. Is it? So, oh, okay. So we won't get mail today. Yeah, the only reason we're in here is because Lizzie is so good at her job, marketing, sales, promotion, all around good person and bringing cheer to everything. She set us up an interview today. And we can't wait to have in Ian McFarlane from Modern Weapons System. Um, we're going to talk a lot about guns, amendments. I can't wait. Rights, laws that came into effect with January 1, 2023 coming in. Lizzie's in studio too, by the way. She doesn't have a mic. We welcome her in. And we are glad to be up and with you today. Of course, jump in, share the show, canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tabitha Hassel. Hassel. Eric Johnson will be in soon. Scott Gherkin's here as well. Um, Good morning. And it Good is morning. 20. Do we, have a, do we have a shot of you today on a camera or not? I just haven't put it up yet. I was working on some other things. All right. No one be. needs to see me. Well, no. <laughs> it's too early for that. Yeah, we'll let you wake up. I totally get it. Uh, once again, go to canceltheshow.com, canceltheshow.com. For all of our full episodes that we have, we are a podcast. We also have this live aspect, which is fantastic as well. I keep running into people who are asking Tabitha about what we do. They're like, you're a three-hour show? Like, do you guys have a problem coming up with filling three hours? Gosh, no. We could be 10 hours. Oh, don't. No, just stop, 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 stop. <laughs> when we were two hours, people said you need a third hour. Now we're three hours, and we're like, man, we're filling that up pretty damn well. There's always content. Um, that's good for us, bad for society, but there's always things that are going on that will break down. We love what we do. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. We'll say it a couple times as well throughout the show today, just because we have different people jumping in at different times. But over 10,000 views from Friday's show. Insane. And counting. Thank you. That's what we're talking about. We grow by the day. People are jumping in. Uh, if you want to get in with the advertising, if you want to learn more about us, get in contact with us. We have all the information on our site, canceltheshow.com. Also up and running, canceltheshow.com. Donate. Canceltheshow.com. Donate. People have asked us, hey, how can we help you? Um, throw a little cash here, a little cash there towards your mission. Well, we've made that possible through PayPal and Venmo. And, uh, of course, we would welcome that as well because we are continuing to um, um, share the truth. What is your quote, Tabitha? Share the show, spread the truth faster than they spread the lies. That's what we're trying to do. And, of course, it costs a lot of money to do what we're doing. We love what we do. But, of course, canceltheshow.com. Donate. If you know anybody that uh, would be associated with this show, not only in the St. Louis area, but around the country and internationally, let them know as well. Share our stuff. We need you to share the show. That's why the show is growing um, so fast and so large in a short amount of time, it's because you guys sharing the show. So we got that interview coming up at nine o'clock. Eric will be in. Yes. Eric, I'm just telling, I don't know why Platinum Rock, I mean, Platinum Rock Legends, his band is big in the St. Louis area, but check out Eric's Facebook page. I was going to send um, Scott some pictures. Um, if you find him, Scotty, and you want to throw him up, it's on his Facebook page. Um, Eric Johnson, they played before a sold-out crowd of over 8,000 people 
in downtown Kansas City for New Year's. Is it, and, and we're going to post some photos on our Facebook page for Cancel This later today. Of Eric's band. And of Eric playing in the band. I That's mean, right. over 8,000 people in Kansas City. It was funny because I knew some people that went to Kansas City. And they, I don't know, what's the name of the facility in downtown Kansas City? It's that, the Power and yeah. Light District. Uh, no, I knew it's the Power and Light District, but isn't there a name for where they play the inside facility? Well, they were outside on a stage. Oh, I thought it was inside. No, it was out. It was outside. Oh, no, how about that with the weather playing well? It looked well? phenomenal. It looked absolutely amazing. I cannot wait to post those photos because I'll tell you what, I mean, they are like a big band. It's not a little band. It's not a band that plays at bars. <clears throat> They are well, they a do huge production. I mean, well, they, they play, well, they do, but they I mean, they play at Brewskies. But they have to play at a place that has a big stage. They are a big production. Maybe at some point in time, they'll get as big as Scott Gherkin was with Modern Day Zero. That's right. Point Fest. Scott, what's the biggest crowd you ever played in front of? Mm, had to be uh, probably on tour with like Velvet Revolver or something like that, which was like, it's Scott Weiland and Slash yeah. as all them. So, yeah, probably. Thirty-five thousand. Yeah, that's how's that? Now I don't know if they were all there when we played, but <laughs> you, you sang before ten thousand people. Of yeah, course. I probably one of the the biggest crowd we've done is probably like a Point Fest, just because we were had a good time slot and people were there. I remember those. seeing you guys at Point Fest years ago. It was a long time. ago. I used to go to every single Point. It's the last time Tabitha went out besides our party Thursday night. (laughs) Last one we played was way back, so I guess we're considered (laughs) classic rock now. Uh, But we'll we'll show those pictures for you. So I, I think Eric's going to show up. I said, Eric, I'm sorry. I know originally I said we were going to be off the day after, but we had a great interview. Can't wait to talk with Ian McFarland today. So I said, Eric, if you want to come in, come in. If you don't, that's fine. He's like, oh, no, 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 I'll be there. Then I was like, uh, maybe maybe he will, maybe he won't. He'll be here, and I can't wait to hear about the Kansas City concert. I cannot yep, wait to we'll hear about, about it. we'll talk about that. It's coming up. Um, once again, Vic Faust, Tab of the Hassle, <laughs> Eric Johnson, walking into Look studio. Look at that. He'll join us. Speak of the devil, mm-hmm. and he shall arrive. Now, we are a podcast, and we were kind of welcoming everybody into the show. It's a more of a, a late-arriving crowd today, and we'll get Eric set uh. up and talk back with Everything that was going on, just so Eric knows, we'll let him know that we were just talking about his massive concert appearance over the weekend. Hmm. And um, so once Eric gets set up, Scott, just give me the thumbs up so we know we can talk to Eric. Oh, he's good. Oh, he's already. I didn't hear him. Or I didn't. You know that's right. I'm here. Eric, real quick before we get into our meat and potatoes, and we got a lot to discuss. To discuss, Elon promising us Fauci files to be dumped, January Uh sixth being proven to have been started. Oh, by Mr. Epps. We've got proof of that. Of course he did. Which is, now we've got the proof. It's one thing to assume things happened. It's another thing to actually have it in writing. Isn't that the truth? From the culprit himself. We'll get into that as well. But do you, do you even want to comment on any of the Epps stuff until it actually comes out for real? Oh, we got to show. We, we're going to talk oh, about yeah, it. Oh, we have to. I think it's Eric, going to be bigger than messages. we think it is going to be. We've got the text messages. I know. I, well, I saw that. I think it's even deeper than but that, though. The biggest story of the weekend was Platinum Rock Legends. Oh, oh yes. Dude, 8,000 people packed in, sold out. The Kansas yeah. City Light District? Yeah. Kansas City knows okay. how to rock. When, Eric, <laughs> seriously, now you've had some big you've had some big moments in your life with your bands and shooting star. Mm-hmm. Where did that rank in regards to being a New Year's experience in a mm-hmm. setting like that? How long ago has it been since you've had a feeling like that, playing in front uh, of that many people? It's it was fun. It was a lot of fun. The Kansas City came together. Um first of all, 
St. Louis is cool. It's it's Scotty Gerken jump, can jump in on this. He he's been all over the damn world also. But but Kansas City still is in 1987, 1990. They are. <laughs> I, am I lying? Am I lying? Is that a compliment? It is a compliment from hell. Yeah. Those guys, especially for us whole farts. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, St. Louis is doing its thing, and it's kind of more. It's always been a little more progressive. Yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? Alternative. Kansas City is just straight up rock my my balls off, and that's what, <laughs> what? it is. This is Kansas a family all inclusive show. Eric. Are you talking about this one or the Kansas City one? Um, no, it would. <laughs> he can say rock my balls off. Yeah, Tabitha. <laughs> Tabitha, come on. The Lizzie audience. likes it. She's yeah. crying tears already. Anyway, I'm just saying. No, it was a lot of fun. Eric, if you haven't realized, I already we said We invited it. you, by the way. We, you had you on a guest list. It was no, a ghost did. guest no, list. Yeah. Yes, I did. You did not have me on Vic's a guest one list. of those guys. You leave You leave two tickets for every exactly. show. Exactly. And he ain't coming if come there's on, no- Come on, Dad. Yeah. If there's no valet, I'm out. I reached out to Eric. <laughs> You know that's right. I looked into it when I heard, but I didn't think he did. I was True trying story. to. You called. You said I'm coming. I said, "Come on out." Didn't t- I? Yeah, I said t- the only thing it was is um, you had tickets. to buy gold was, tickets. Yeah, it was like, but it's not, that's nothing. But I would have had you set up. Very yeah, but Catholic, I'm... so he had to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> I had communion set up very for you. Good for that show. We made a lot of wine out of water, baby. So I, what are gold? What are gold tickets? I don't know. Tabitha. You had to buy a gold was, ticket yeah. to go. Here's the thing: it's see, we started this show. I'm a business owner. I'm a broke business owner. I need money. That's why we put together the donate buttons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was looking I for some you. freebies from. Uh, I, I had you set up for freebies all night long. It was fun, man. It was but fun. It, but it's interesting when you find out that people you know from St. Louis text you and say, "Oh, we were partying with the band." Yes. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. People mm-hmm. that I know from St. Louis yeah. trekking to Kansas City, which is why I wasn't trying to make this too big of a deal. You know, I mean, we no. got other things to talk about, but I found it interesting. Sold out 8,000 people. Yeah. You guys were the hit of Kansas City. Yeah. And congratulations on bringing the new year. We we are, um, I tell you what, not to toot, toot any horns, but I tell you what, Kansas City is becoming like our little sister. It really is. That we have... Every time we go out there, the crowds keep getting bigger and bigger. They just like to rock. I'm telling you right now, there's something about Kansas City that's special. If you had a venue here in St. Louis big enough, like something like like the, what they have in Kansas City, mm-hmm. you guys would pass I that place. I think they, they're trying sure. to do that in St. Louis. Yeah. We are in St. Louis, Missouri. There's this new place down there called the Foundry in St. Louis, Missouri. Yes. There's the Ballpark Village. But it's people don't want to go downtown. Venue. If it was somewhere out Good this point. way... If it was somewhere out this way, I could easily see you guys getting over ten thousand people, or in or my more. backyard. Come yeah. <laughs> you could set it up in your backyard. Yeah, your, your neighbors might not like yeah. it. And the weather but, guys uh, talk about dodging a bullet. Yes, you did. Holy, because because uh, it's power light districts is kind of outside. I was just telling Vic you're outside. I was trying to figure out the name of it. Is power it just light. called Power Light? Power Light District. It's in Kansas City. It's like a little arena. In the middle of downtown St. Kansas City, and there's heaters up there. But if this was one week earlier, oh god, it would have been negative twenty with a wind chill out there, and yeah, they, they still would have done it, they and they still would have done it. You would have been very cold, mm, dodging a bullet. But you don't move around a whole lot when you guys play. 
Are you are you high? She's joking. What the hell is wrong with you? Jeez, we'd have a jetpack. We'd fly around. The place. I noticed. <laughs> hey, that that wig you keep you warm. Though. I was <laughs> just gonna ask. Is that a new wig? That doesn't look like the old. wig. It is wig. the new wig, Tabitha. It looks so special. I see me. you've modernized it Thank a little you, bit. Right. It's not. How quite much does as a new 80s. wig cost? Because I I've heard oh wigs God. can be very expensive. They can be very expensive. We're not talking the cheap Korean stuff, people. This is Japanese stuff all the way. <laughs> this is real. Yeah, <laughs> you get wigs. From Japan, from Japan. I, I'll do a whole. You want to do a whole cancel this on just that? Yes, we can do that. Because your sure. new wig is short. It's shorter. <laughs> huh? Your hair's shorter in the new. I wig. appreciate that. Yes, it kind of got that little Farrah Fawcett feathering <laughs> to it. Tabitha, Tabitha, I Bandit's like it. Charlie only Angel. you're the only one on this this forum today that knows anything about Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> I doubt that. No, <laughs> I highly doubt that. <laughs> Our demo is so young. They don't know what you're but talking I'm about. But I'm going to post photos on our Cancel This Facebook page today yeah. of your concert in Kansas City so everyone can we see want, you. We want to take some time was, just to promote you guys. So congratulations. It was that's fun. A huge, that's a huge deal. Um, we have fun on the show. We're also serious. But that's a big, big, big deal from the weekend. And Eric, you were walking in. I don't think you heard this, but we do have some updated um, numbers from our marketing team raising sales. And um, from Friday's show... Over 17,000 views already. Wow. And we're, what? A, we're a grassroots effort. Over 17,000 views just from Friday's so show. So what was it about Friday's and show that we did that was different? What, uh, the marketing. The marketing? <laughs> was it the Weedium? Was it the Weedium? It's a combo of everything that we do every day. The Weedium I heard all loved, about this weekend yeah. was the Weedium. Loved or hated. Oh, loved yeah. or hated? How could yes. you hate the Weedium? Hey. I, I, heard, heard, I only two heard different positive. sides to that. Is yeah. there really? Yeah. I heard we need to do a poll. I heard. I need to know about that because I thought she was fantastic. Well, yeah, Eric, yes. There are people who loved it and people who hated it. There are people who didn't listen to us because of it, as we've talked about wow. on Friday. So if you didn't see Friday's show, Gotta go watch there's it. the tease. Jump in, share the show. I'm pretty and- sure we killed the Pope because of it, too. Okay. I'm just going <laughs> to log in now. The Pope had passed away already. <laughs> <laughs> God bless his soul. Was oh my gosh. So we appreciate that effort. Obviously, cancel the show.com. Jump in, go from there, and um, see what you can find with those episodes. Uh, we love what you guys are doing, and we're trying to do it every day. If you have up- updates and ideas on stories, let us know as well. Vic Faust, Tab of the Hassle, Eric Johnson here, Scott Gherkin on the boards as always, and our sales marketing promotions extraordinaire, Lizzie Sparks in house yeah. today as well. Uh, waiting for our guest, Ian McFarlane from Modern Weapons System. We got a lot of gun talk to talk about during the 9 o'clock hour. A lot Ooh, of laws, yeah. rules coming up at 9 o'clock as well. If you have questions, get those in because we'll be talking about them as well. Uh, so many subjects to jump into. Um, guys, real quick, I want to go with Elon Musk. Yesterday, did you say this? He promised, he promised a new Fauci Files dump. And if anybody is pissed... About Elon. And most people that we talk to in our circles love what's going on. But if you were somebody that followed Fauci, and I know the pride issue can get into the, the mix, I hope you wouldn't be upset because we should be more upset that we were lied to about certain issues or led down a wrong path than we should be about finding out the truth, right? You know that's right. Yes, of course. So Elon's promising Fauci files dump. How he's breathing, I still don't know. I don't know either. I really don't. But we continue to get the information that not only we deserve, 
but we should want. When I saw that, I'm like, yep, here it comes. I can only imagine. Because we've already seen proof that we were lied to by Dr. Fauci. Does any of it matter is the thing. I mean, it matters to us. We already know we've been lied to. So when I see these dumps, I'm like, okay, they're just validating Every single thing that we've already known, everything we've already said, things we've been talking about for two years, we're going to finally see that it's true. And that people can no longer say, oh, they're crazy conspiracy theorists, tinfoil hat wearing crazy people on the right, because it's all true. And we've always known it was true. But when all of this information comes out, we're all going to say, "Okay, well, we already told you this. But the people on the other side, they don't care. And the people who are in charge of actually doing something about it are going to do absolutely nothing. Fauci can do anything he wants. It doesn't matter that he lied. It doesn't matter that he misled the American people or the world, for that matter. No one cares. I think this is a big deal. It, I, I care greatly, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day because nothing's ever going to come from it. Yes, it is. What I do you think is going to happen? And Eric just asked this question. Eric was asking the question, is it a big deal moving forward? Yeah. Number one. It solidifies people who questioned and wondered. You are no longer a conspiracy theorist. You're always going to be considered a conspiracy theorist if you question the government, if you question health, if you question people with titles. But now, now things are starting to change. And Eric brought this up at the end of last week because now you have validity, not just an opinion. You have some fact to back it up. And guess what? We already know who the media outlets are. Who are throwing the propaganda, Nailed or as Tabitha says, the state-run Nailed media. It. Nailed it. They're never going to change. But now you have proof where you can say, hey, bingo. Yeah. Like all the other proof we have with so and, many other things that And as we know, happens. media is changing. Yeah. A lot of media is going to what we're doing. Yeah. And that's why we're on the cusp of something great and something important for people. That's why I feel this is absolutely massive. And the biggest media thing that I have seen in my time as being a former local newscaster because of Elon Musk doing this. Never in a million years would I thought we'd get dumps like this. I cannot, I can't add anything to that. Last night I was watching this show trying to get to sleep. It was on, it was on YouTube TV or something. And it was like a, a documentary about fake news. What is that? It's a, it's it, anyway, the whole premise was that fake news is taking over. And you know, they're trying, I think in this documentary, they're trying to bend it like, Oh, look, Trump started this thing called fake news. No, he didn't. He didn't do anything. No. <laughs> the media started this thing called fake news. And basically the premise was that people like us, people that not are in the coffee shops, people that are in their local churches are talking about these wild conspiracy theories, and they're, they're making it that is the reality. That's the news of the day. Fauci is a product. I almost don't blame him in a weird way. You know why? Because Fauci took a media system that allowed him to propagate his message to everybody over CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC. I always go through the protocol. Every morning I go through that little that little speech. And he was allowed to use the propaganda machine to say masking is mandatory. Put your damn mask on. Anything outside of that, people, is fake news, right? Would you say that? Uh, yes. It was, it would be, that would be a conspiracy. He, but he was paid to lie. And not right. only was he paid it to lie, it wasn't about him. Millions nope. of dollars to lie. The bigger story, what Vic just said, this is the media's fault. Everything that you are seeing right now that is considered fake news 
is the media's fault because we, the people, don't trust you anymore. I, it almost, that, almost bro- that almost made my hair stand up on my back for me to say that. <laughs> it really did. I almost got choked up just right there by saying, we, the people, the people, my mom, who used to be alive, my stepdad, who used to sit in their living room and watch the evening news and said, that's the truth because we trust them. That's right. That is over. Yes, it is. Look at, let that sink in for a second, Tabitha. It's, and it's not. It's over the fact that you can look at national news and say, we don't trust you. But it's so much bigger than that, Eric, because not only do we not trust, and I have not trust national news and, or even some local news in many, many, many years, well over a decade, but we also can't trust the medical community anymore. How do you feel now if you go to a doctor appointment and they want you to take medication or you go to a doctor appointment and they want you to go get a procedure done? I don't trust anything anymore the medical community or the news tells me. And Scott, on that note, um, Scott, of course, Scott Gerken on the boards, <clears throat> when you get a chance, if you could, check into that soundbite that I sent you um, I got it. from Senator Klobuchar. You already have that up? I can get it very quickly. Yeah, if you get and it, it plays into this. I'm talking about U.S. Senator Amy Klobuchar, uh, Minnesota's finest. Um, she came out and talked about this, and I think it goes into what we're doing here and what we're trying to do, Eric, mm-hmm. where we thought we'd never see a day like this where we're getting yeah. dumps and we're trying to come out and speak about certain issues and freedom of speech, which is what CancelThisShow.com is all about, which is why... We ask people to share the show, share the show, share the show, because we are bringing what we can find to be the truth. It's not, quote, misinformation. Not at all. We're trying to have conversations with everybody. And when we do find people who may disagree with some of our points, and we don't always agree with each other in this room, we try to bring them on the show. And I've had four or five different people come up to me and say, we love the fact that you've had people with differing views, differing points. But when I heard the soundbite, from Senator Klobuchar talking about what they're, whoever they're going to do with people who talk about information, it made me a little bit concerned. Do we have that ready to go, Scott? I believe so. All right, here it is. Oh, I got to start it from this page. Focus on certain kinds of um, speech misinformation, disinformation. And all you're saying is, we know people are going to put stuff on your alleged town square, which has become really a communications company. Your network, other news organizations, have limits in place and standards. And our argument's going to be, if you start making money off of it, if you amplify it, that's a whole different thing. Man, is that the... can we she's, play that again? Yeah, yeah. That listen to Senator She's Klobuchar talking about not wanting anybody to have opinions. Focus on certain kinds of um, speech misinformation, disinformation. And all you're saying is, we know people are going to put stuff on your alleged town square, right. which has become really a communications company. Your network, other news organizations, have limits in place and standards. Right. And our argument's going to be, if you start making money off of it, if you amplify it, that's a whole different thing. So the thing about it is that she's saying is she's saying it from the other side. She thinks that we're the problem. We think they're the problem. How do you resolve that? How do you resolve the fact that the left thinks that the social media time, the square that she's talking about, which is what we're doing right now, is the problem? We're saying 
We're basically just asking questions. That's all we're doing. The the right is saying, look, you better you gotta step up and prove to us what you're saying is accurate. Nobody trusts anybody anymore. And it, it, it's it's just and even further than that, they don't want anybody to be monetized. They don't want you to be monetized for telling the truth. And, and that's insane because they've been monetized for telling lies all these years. All of a sudden, if you're telling the truth, you need to be shut up. Yeah, and I, I don't know where she, where the line stops. Is it? I mean, can you have a discussion on what the best snickerdoodle recipe is? Exactly. Or is you know what I'm saying? Where does it stop? Where is it an opinion, and where is it fact? Anything that doesn't go against any subject that may be government led, government controlled, government induced, government anything. Trump and there's some people that think Trump should have gotten rid of Fauci immediately and said this most, guy. Most a people, lot, well, I, I you hear guys that a lot. did, and call it a mistake because guess what? Donald Trump was all about Fauci to start off with, and he was all about the vaccine as yes, well. He was, well, he's, and he yeah, pushed absolutely. it through. He is the one, yeah, who pushed it through. Can I relate a real life experience that has to do with our show that you guys may not remember that happened this weekend? Yeah, go ahead. Going back to monetizing the truth. I won't name the name of the platform, but we were attempting. Our, well, because we, that's how we get kicked off. <laughs> I did not know that. Yes. Okay. And so I'm not going to name the name of their platform. Um, it could have been, what was that movie, Hot Tub Time Machine? Lugal yeah. may have invented that. Oh. And <laughs> it, it was called Lugal that's, in that's Another awesome. Life. That's and so <laughs> Lugal did not like what we were doing. And we attempted to market the show across their platform and create ads, which is what they allow shows like us to do. Here we go. Here we go. And they basically said, nope, we're not going to do it because we don't agree with your content. There you go. Wait a minute. I saw, I saw the text come in this weekend about that. I didn't totally understand what, what it was about, but can you do me a favor and kind of go over that a little bit, what happened and how that works? Yeah. A show just, a show like so ours. it was high. T- basically, you're saying it was high well, tech we censorship. Have, we have a marketing company yes. that markets us, and yes, it's high tech censorship. And just like they did to Parler, when Lugal got rid of Parler, they're doing not. They're not trying to get rid of us, but they're saying we won't allow you to use our ad services platform because we don't agree with your content. So have fun broadcasting all you want, but no one's going to see it. On that platform. On that platform. platform. But you know what? We're fighting. We are fighting the fight. We are fighting hard to get the word out, to get the truth out. That's why we're here. Have you ever noticed you don't see any one-on-one interviews with people from Google? Don't say the word. Whatever. Do you you ever notice that we don't ever see any one-on-one? I mean, it's not like you don't have like a Barbara Walters who passed away over the weekend. You're just sitting down with them going, what's going on? Do you feel like you're censoring uh, the Americans' voice? Those conversations have happened. You can go out and read articles about it, and they will say no. They're a very liberal organization. Whenever, oh, they'll admit it? Whenever, Well, whenever they got rid of Parler, they were part of that whole process to get rid of Parler, and Parler was killing it back in the day. And they decided, hey, we're not going to allow Parler on our platform anymore because we don't agree with the content. Well, guess what? I mean, Parler left. It came back with new owners, and and now they're they're not even like a conservative. They're, it's just nothing anymore. Okay. It's not the same thing. And you know what? On our old show, I told you it would not blow up, and you thought it would because you didn't think there was any way in hell it would get censored like it did. And then it started there, and then it's continued. And the reason I wanted to play the Senator Klobuchar soundbite 
was just to show people again what's happening out there. And it's another reason why canceltheshow.com donate. Canceltheshow.com forward slash donate is a chance for you or others to jump into what we're doing here to help us continue our mission, um, what we're trying to do as well. Mm-hmm. So um, we're, we're, we're grateful for everybody who's made the show what it is now. But once again, we got to continue to try to tell the truth, give everybody a voice. And that's what we're trying to do here, regardless of certain platforms that may or may not agree. But in this day and age, which has started this whole conversation, Elon Musk saying, you know what? We're going to dump it and just wait till the Fauci dump comes. Will national media cover it? Maybe, maybe some of it. Will, will probably not. Will, we'll maybe, there. but it's interesting because national media backed him so strongly, strongly. You don't hear him anymore, though, do you? No, you don't see him doing stories on him anymore, no. do you? No, because even the flip no. side, Fox National, even Fox National has a line in the sand they don't cross, which is why I don't watch them. Yeah, I disagree with you on that. We have, I still think... They won't talk about election fraud. I, to a point they do, no. but you want to throw the baby with the bathwater out with Fox, though. No, I, my issue with Fox... There is I, no other alternative besides us. Well, there are alternatives. There's there's America Online News, there's uh, Newsmax, there are other alternatives to watching Fox National. I don't trust Fox National. I think they're just the flip side of the coin, the illusion of choice. Yes, they'll cover some conservative issues, but they draw a line in the sand, and there are a lot of issues they will not talk about. They will not play Trump rallies. They will not do it. They will not talk about election fraud. They might skirt around the fringes of it, I but they won't talk about it. I think Tucker it. Carlson and Hannity have but done a lot. But that's different. No, it's not different. Yeah, it is. Because they're, Fox, they're Fox News, Tabitha. They are paying Hannity, for space. They are paying for space on Fox not, News. They are Fox News. I love Tucker Carlson. They are Fox, but then when I you, love Levin. I don't like Hannity. Uh, Eric, when you hear a Fox News, what personality do you think of? I think of, first I have to take Tucker. Tucker Carlson all day long. Of course, Tucker and Fox are married. That's why you can't say I'm not going to watch Fox. Well, I don't watch Fox, even though Tucker's well, okay. on there. I still but don't, don't watch say it. because they don't tell the truth. They, they don't, don't tell Vic. They don't tell the truth. So okay, Tuck, so I'm, Tucker you know, Carlson. I don't understand what you're saying. Well, I'm trying to tell I mean, you. I, I, I respect trying. your opinion. I, okay, well, then let me explain it to you. Okay, you have Fox National as an entire news corporation, okay? Tucker Carlson, Hannity, uh, Levin, I don't know if he's still on there. Those folks, they buy their own time. They buy blocks of time. They are their own show. They own their own content. Okay. They own their own hour. But prior to that evening lineup starting up, and you have all those hosts on during the day talking about the news those that's part of Fox National. And even as much as I love Tucker, as much as I love some of the others, they still don't get too far into some issues. They still don't. There are still things that they don't get into. Now, they get into more okay, than you would she, expect. You're kind of right. And I'm going to tell you how you're kind of right. Because it's not it's not kitchen table conversations. Whenever you watch something on Tucker Carlson, it's like, oh, my God, that is so – just take any topic you want. Fauci, for instance – Oh, my God, this is amazing. We've been lied to. Fauci absolutely disrespected the entire country. He he played us. But it's not, you don't hear these around the kitchen table. Unlike Watergate that might have happened back in the 70s, we all believed the Walter Cronkites of the world when that happened. It took down a president. These issues are highly important and highly uh, nefarious, but people just don't seem to care. Because you're either on the 50% of the side that is rooting for the Democrats or you're on the 50% of the side that's rooting for the Republicans. 
Nobody can get their act straight on any of this stuff. As an example, you have a bunch of Republicans who are about to not vote in the next Speaker of the House because they cannot figure out how to get this going in this it climate. It shows the division between the Republican yes. Party, too. Oh, so, we're divided, so divided. We're divided on information. We're divided on government. We're on divided as far as policy goes. This country has a lot of stuff that we just We're cannot get together. Well, you're right, but here's the reason why, and, and this will be a different conversation for another day. We see ourselves as two parties or maybe three with independents, but the fact is we like we, the United States. We're like a lot of other countries where we have different factions of people. So while the Democrat Party might have two or three factions that have combined together to call them Democrats, Republicans also have two or three or four factions that come together and call themselves Republicans. And that's why we need more options, more choices, more parties, because you can't fit four, five, six factions of political views into there, two categories. There is, a, there is another component to this. Maybe someday it'll happen after we've passed and gone no, on. No, hopefully it's soon. <laughs> hopefully it's soon. Hopefully, there's another component. Hopefully I win the lottery. And it's the people in the world who... They just don't want to be this partisan. There are those people. We never talk about those people. And they're in Congress, and they're in our state senates, and they're, they're in the House of Representatives, and wherever they're at. But they are, there are people, they're like, I am not down to vote far right. I'm not down to vote far left. I kind of want to bring everything back in the middle. The majority and we of never people talk are in about, the middle. Yeah, we never talk but, about those But not people. to get all, yeah, yeah, we do. We, we talk, talk about, about them all the time. All the time, all the time. We talk about them all the time. The fact that... But what started the conversation, Tabitha, is the fact that Fox News, even though you don't want, they're not going exactly where you want them to go, they're still the best of the bunch. Exactly. And there is a reason why, getting tying it in, the vast majority of the people, when they do watch in that age yeah. group, yeah. they're watching by a massive, overwhelming amount Fox News yeah. as opposed to anything else. Well, and that I, and I there is agree a with reason. that. Because there are people like Tucker and Hannity and Levin, the people you just talked about. That's why people are watching Fox News. And that's why Fox News has them on, because their daytime coverage is Yeah, so is, we can't say that people ridiculous. should not watch them. I'm going to say people should not watch them. Okay. I'm going to stick to my guns on that one. You know what? We have News Nation. I've been watching News Nation a little bit. Mm -hmm. I like News Nation. I'm glad you do. They do a good job. They do. I, You know, I like OAN. I, I, like, I love Newsmax. That's probably my favorite. You know, there's a favorite. fix for this, right? And I don't know which uh, general manager of which uh, company is going to do it, but there is a fix for this, and that is a concerted effort to tell both sides of all stories. So no matter what it is, you can you can think you if there was a concerted effort to say there's there cuz we when you watch CNN, you only see one side of Donald Trump. They don't report the other side of a Donald Trump story. They if if a company said we are going after Fox News and here's how you do it. We're going to be fair and balanced and we are going to demonstrate that we're fair and balanced and we're going to play it by the book. That's how a media company could could get us back together if we started and that would take maybe a decade to trust them but if you if you saw a january 6th story but you also saw equal time of that january 6th story about maybe man this app story might be a big deal you see what i'm it saying is a big deal. all of a sudden you see the app story alongside of the january 6th story and you say oh my god there's more to the it's, picture it's i'm glad you brought it back back around because it is a big deal it's just that my frustration with the situation is it is a big deal. Every single thing Elon Musk is doing is huge. 
But at the end of the day, it's frustrating to me because while we're vindicated for telling the truth from day one, at the same time, we'll we'll just see even further yeah, but you take that battles, no one's going to do anything. You take your wins and those battles when you can get them. I Tabitha, agree. And I understand with you the on plan that. For, but also, Ryan thinks it's interesting what you said about News Nation. And I saw his comment, and because, I agree with him. Well, but you're saying you like News Nation, but they did kind of lose a little bit of credibility. And Eric called this out a couple of weeks ago. When they hired Chris Cuomo, I agree completely. I will not watch him. I if if I but, I've only so had, so yes. you'll pick and choose now. Well, I've turned I'm trying it on. to break it out because you've got me all confused today. I will. You I like this. You don't, I don't like this. Watch, you like that. You like yeah. that. News Nation's a new thing for me. I typically watch zero news. I don't really watch television, but I recently, you know, the Idaho murder case. News Nation has done a fantastic job covering that case. And I write a crime blog. So I've been watching News Nation to catch up on the Idaho case. And because of that, I've seen a little bit of their other programming. And it's not, it's kind of in the middle. I'm not going to say it's super conservative news by any means, but it's not crazy far left like CNN or maybe something else might be. It's kind of a little bit more in the middle. Well, I can tell you this much. I thought it was interesting that we had (laughs) the dump that we had with Elon so much. And you would think that CNN would jump all over Elon Musk, considering when they had a villain, Donald Trump, their ratings were higher than they'd had in two decades. They were all over Donald Trump and they had people watching because of the news that they were creating. Donald had everybody watching. Elon is putting stuff out more massive than Trump did. And I'm not, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if they're watching. I mean, but CNN's got their own issues. I mean, they missed New Year's Eve the other night. <laughs> I, I mean, know. I mean, they missed for the central time zone, of course. I, I mean, literally. Can you imagine? Don Lemon. Idiot. Donald. Donald's out throwing beads out. Now, this is what can happen. <laughs> apparently, so, I, I, his IFB went out. And apparently, he'd been complaining about it since 1130. His IFB is what we wear in our ears. So you can hear producers. When you're live, you know when you're talking, when you're not, when you're on camera, when yes. you're not. Who you're going to if things happen, because in live TV, a lot of crap can happen. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently he'd been complaining about it when the camera was on him. It's the countdown, and back they're not on. He's, yeah, to back that ass up. And he's, <laughs> and he, no comment. No comment with Donald in that song. You know what? In my opinion, he's throwing beats his, out, and they fault. missed it. It's his fault. <clears throat> you 100%, know what? 100%. It, it's... You always have to be aware when a camera's yeah. around. Number one, you're aware about that. When when you're when you know you're on live TV or you're doing a live yes. show. So basically, uh, they missed it, but whatever. Did I mean, you see what happened with Kevin Hart also on CNN? No, but was anybody watching CNN? I was. I not. don't know. Good question. Nobody watches CNN anymore. I don't. Kevin Hart was Donald Lemon is yeah. terrible. Their their anchors are not so great. Their their broadcasting is bad. What happened? Idiot. He, it was horrible. It was. See, I did watch a little CNN. What, is it talk, what no? Did uh, you what, see it when Kevin Hart was on? No. no what, happened? I, what happened? What happened? Well, when Kevin Hart was on CNN, he was also there for New Year's Eve for the New Year's Eve celebration. And he was basically blasting CNN for not allowing the host to drink alcohol. And they cut him off and bleeped him out. They stopped, are you kidding me? Well, they stopped that last year. This you was have the first to. Year because Those guys are morons when they get drunk. What was that? Well, uh, St. Louis' own Andy driven? Cohen let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> oh, I, my I like God. Andy Co- I do. I like him. I've never met him. I've I met him. He's a, he's a nice guy. He's fine. And, and they were super lit. super liberal. And when you get lit, and we all And know it's all right. It. We all have liberal friends. We have I conservative agree. Yeah. friends. It's not about that. It's when you get drunk. 
bad things can happen, especially when you're on camera. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> PRL. <laughs> Come on. It, 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 it's, they call it libations for a reason. Um, it was really bad because, you know, when you are Don Lemon and you're only tasked to tell, what, 50 million people in your time zone that it's New Year's Eve, you take that job very seriously. So I blame him for getting a little too involved with back that ass up <laughs> and not looking at his watch, which is probably on a, oh. a, a nuclear phone or some kind of a nuclear device going, guys, we got five seconds, four, I mean, at least would, doing that. You, you would know. At least doing that. And then, then my conspiracy brain started to come in, of which it has become more of in the last year and a half. Did CNN do this on purpose to try to generate interest? Because maybe a lot of times any publicity is better than no publicity. And when you're an organization that gets no publicity, you're running on fumes. Nobody cares about right. you anymore. Is it better to create another situation to get people talking or just try to do it as normal? But whatever. whatever I know that if, if I was if here, that's going to be another show. If you owned CNN, what would you do to bring it back? They do have a brand, no matter what anyone says in this room. When you walk in and you see CNN, there used to be a time when that was the go-to. Remember? Yeah, maybe your, maybe your age group and our age group. Come on, but not under come on. Us. I used to watch. Ted, I watched CNN. CNN Dead now it's in the dead. water. I used to watch CNN 24-7. Okay. I had it on my TV every moment That's how I got into news, Vic. I'm telling you. ESPN, but 40, CNN. 40 and under, Eric. 40 and under, no way. No. No, man. No. You walk through the airports and see the CNN TVs all over the place, and you're like, that, I can get we're some gonna news. Get a you know, we got a packed week of guests, and I love it. On Wednesday, mm -hmm. um, we're going to have Max Kostelek on. He's a 21-year-old who does his own conservative podcast uh, from Ole Miss University. So he's going to be in studio. He was a St. Louis area kid. He's hooked us up with some other conservative YouTubers around the country, yeah. including one in L.A., who will probably check in with next week. There are people, there are younger people who are in that movement. We're going to find out if people are involved in politics, what they're looking at, what they're seeing, if they've even heard of CNN. Yeah. <laughs> Those three letters. Yeah. Newsmax, OAN, and so forth. Yeah. Because here's the thing, love them or hate them, Everybody's heard of Fox, yeah, which the is boys. which is fantastic. And, I'll, and I, my my opinion, and it's only worth one fourth of what's on this show. My opinion is they people feel what that not that it's conservative, not that it's liberal, that it's the most. There's the key word there. Circle that, Tabitha. The most trustworthy news source out there. Maybe it's not the to you. It's not true. I think establishment the people most, think that. No, I think people are dying. It's like it's like food. When you have tainted food, tainted oranges, tainted uh, bananas, tainted meat, you're always looking for the less, least tainted food to eat. And There's I think, and better I think options out there. I know, but as far as the big box stores go, Fox News is it. I mean, if you're going to have to, I mean, you know, some cable networks have America Online News. Some do not. But, you know, I think people have to reach as far as they can. I say turn the TV off and read the news. And where CNN went wrong, I used to love CNN back many years ago. Where they went wrong is that they cover the news for the far 2% on the very far left. Yeah. Somehow thinking that those people represent yeah. the majority of Democrats. And it does not. Yeah. And a great line from our comment line. Kimberly says, many people are getting their news from podcasts. That's right. That's why we're here. 
on the edge of something, what we feel is great. Other people may not. Oh, yeah. My, because we know what we're doing. We know what our possibilities are. I'm talking to you right now. I'm preaching right now. Gen Z and millennials, they do not care about Fox News. They don't care. About, they are getting their their news from Spotify, from podcasts, from what we're doing right here. But they're also, but give it to them, they're also looking for news in their own way, like Tabitha just oh said. Oh, my God. We got to get to this, changed. too. Uh, over th- just, just in, the Twitter dump starts with Fauci and the pandemic from Sherry. Just released over 32,000 records. Oh, my God. 32,000 records removed by the CDC. Uh, it was Rochelle or Rachel Walensky. She was the director of the CDC about myocarditis. That's the enlarging of hearts. <gasps> oh, no. Myocarditis. Well, it's myocarditis events. From VAERS. That was the reporting system, VAERS, mm-hmm. which Dr. Khan told us about on Friday. Uh, that's just breaking on Twitter right now. Why would the CDC be eliminating 32,000 records about myocarditis, which has been associated with the vaccine? They can try to hide it, but you know what? We all know better. See, and this is we why this is, I think this is good, Tabitha. I think it, it's no, major. It is good. Again, no one's going to do anything about it. But at least now what we've always said is validated. We've been saying forever that these cardiac events are happening because directly related to the vaccine. And now we finally see proof of it, which we've always known. But who's going to do anything about it? I hear you. I'm, I'm fascinated. Well, I can't even comment gonna, on it until we read. Well, I might sit up and just read them all tonight. No, you we're should. Gonna, we're going we're gonna to continue <laughs> to put all that news out as well. And that leads me into something I wanted to talk about before we do take a break and come back with an incredible guest, Ian McFarlane, with Modern Weapons System. When we get into a bunch of gun issues and laws and things that are going on right now, right to carry and so forth, and what the government is trying to do and could be doing. Um, we're, Eric said the best segment was going to have that we should, is talk about local news. The inside, the out, what's actually happening, how stories are put together. Uh, Monica Adams... Long time yeah. local news personality. Um, we've been talking. She just left um, KSDK. Mm-hmm. She was at Fox 2 where I first met her. Yeah. Um, full disclosure, she's a friend. Think the world of her. Um, she's going to join us live. So we may do Excellent. that this week. Um, she got out of the business. So she's probably going to be starting a podcast as well. Good. She's When you do it, you start to see the value of what we're doing. And then you build your base. Um, we're going to bring her on to talk about the craziness of the news business. I can't so wait. So what's better than one former local news person talking about what's actually going on? Oh, my God. Then two. Yes. And two from two different stations yes. at a point yes. in time to actually get into things. Yes. And why what we're doing is where it's at. I, I love Monica. <laughs> I, I knew can't Eric wait. would get excited about that when I told I was like, I'm going to let her. I, I'm going to text this. Maybe I'll wait. No. Until Monday to start talking about that. I no, think that's phenomenal. She's, she's phenomenal. She's really good on, on TV. I can't wait. I, I do wonder, will she able to... Don't you, aren't you curious to see what her experiences was like behind the scenes? No, I'm because sure I know what her experiences thing. are because they were exactly like mine. Really? And everybody else who is grinning and bearing it in local news right now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> because, I, you, I know you downplay your, your old... Uh, 
but but local news did have an audience that's where we went and no matter what city you're in we go there for the local weather the traffic and how many killings were there downtown st louis I mean, no, that's actually, where people, we go people don't want to know about that they do want to know no, about they don't, that Eric. sure they do no, come they on don't. all research says they do not want to know about the killings and in the St. Louis area, and North City, and, and in the city, it is an important. It's city an important it outlet for news. It is. I want to know, but I realize maybe not everyone does. I get it. We, I we get it, but all the research is totally against that. TVs turn off when you're another murder. Oh, murder by the way, St. Louis had an amazing New Year's another. Eve as far as uh, murders <laughs> go. It's so fantastic. I, w- I went through. If you're in St. Louis and you watched any of the local rags this week, this weekend, or last night, you would notice that there was. 15 minutes of murders yep. and shootings in St. Louis proper and well, the east side. And another reason why, this is, it's I'm not being <laughs> sarcastic when I say this, weather. The weather was warmer. Oh, it was nice, yes. Yeah. Crime happens more in this area, in the St. Louis area, in the central time zone area, when the weather is not as cold. Yeah. I mean, think about it. When it's 20 below, <laughs> you're not as apt to be outside yeah. causing trouble as when it's 50 even 60 last week leading yeah. into the weekend. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. I got to go get a coffee. When we come back, Ian McFarlane, Modern Weapons System. If you have some questions related to guns, carry permit, laws going on, what's happening right now, if you want to get training, if you want to learn more about um, concealed carry, anything weapons related, jump in on the comment line. Share the show, canceltheshow.com. Canceltheshow.com. Of course, we are live three-hour podcast Monday through Friday, 7-ish to 10. You can also go back and check out our original contact. By the content, by the way, 17,000 views and counting from Friday's show alone. We're growing. That's what Cancel This is about. Scotty Girk and Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust. If you take a break, come right back. We're going to talk with Ian McFarlane right after the break. Happy Monday. Happy New Year 2023. Yeah. About time. Hey guys, happy new year. Happy 2023. It is January 2nd. I'm Vic Faust with Tap of the Hassle, Eric Johnson. We've got Scotty Gherkin in-house on the boards. Our marketing, sales, promotions extraordinaire. Lizzie Sparks in studio today running the Facebook page as she always does so incredible. Don't you feel well. like you're in trouble when you see her? You're like, uh-oh, what do we do now? No. You know, <laughs> what? No. Actually, when I see it's her, like you know the- what I think? I was like... Is there a party getting ready to start? I know. Like your boss is in the... In no. The room, like, always oh. happy to see Lizzie. When Lizzie's around, there's good things happening. And no she's always smiling. I know. She's the best. And she's brought us our she's guest today, too. We'll be talking about in a second. By the way, canceltheshow.com. Share the show. We always say it, canceltheshow.com. You can jump in there for all of our original content. Of course, we're a three-hour live podcast, 7-ish to 10, Monday through Friday. But we have our original content all stored in there with our episodes. A lot of people go back, they watch, they see the conversations that we're having having because we're doing what you just don't see a lot of places. We're trying to get the word out there. With that being said, talking about Lizzie bringing in a terrific guest. Today we have Ian McFarlane with us from Modern Weapons Systems, and it's time to talk guns. It's time to talk rights. It's time to talk about the Second Amendment. And we say good morning. Welcome in to the Cancel This Studio this morning. Happy New Year, my man. Yeah, we appreciate you joining awesome. us. Ian is there. We've got you, don't we? Good morning. How are you, man? Good morning. How are you? Yeah. Good. Now we got you. <laughs> now we hear you. Sorry about that. No, um, I think it's a terrific day. First of all, tell us about your company and what you do. 
Yeah, so I uh, I started a company uh, selling basically what you would see in video games and stuff, modern weapons that uh, you wouldn't see around town generally, and uh, started it approximately 14 years ago and moved from High Ridge to Fenton. Uh, I was a top 100 gun broker seller for three years across the entire United States. Um, got very good at what I do and um, happy to still be in business serving the public, selling liberty. So you know that. What's a modern weapon? I mean, Eric, I mean, great question. I mean, That's I exactly. Like, I was thinking light, like laser guns or something Absolutely. like that. It's not, not a tranquilizer. It's not a tranquilizer dart. Oh, hey, we're gonna get to that, son. <laughs> Tell me what would. Okay, so a, a Glock nine. That's not modern. No, anymore, right? we're talking fully semi-automatic laser weapons. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> He's kidding. He yeah, just laughed. Just, just um, uh, so modern weapons be, would be like what you would see our, our modern you know battlefields with today. Um, a lot of places sell traditional rifles, uh, hunting guns, things like that. Yeah. You come into our store, it looks like you just went into the armory on Call of Duty. Okay, this is a, this is fascinating. <laughs> what's legal and what's not? Ill, what's illegal now? That I mean, I well, don't even know. That was my next question. That's sorry, well, Vic. I'm just no. Sorry. This is good stuff, Eric. We can get into the constitutionality of a lot of things, and and I'll say that we have a government that's completely out of control of what the original Constitution was written. So when it comes to legalities versus what's truly should be legal versus what shouldn't be legal. Okay. Uh, one of the biggest things that happened this year, uh, or this last year, excuse me, is the Bruin decision, which is where uh, Clarence Thomas put out a poison pill to destroy the Second Amendment uh, push to ban everything. You know? Okay. Uh, what he said in the Bruin decision is that you can't use a fake made-up doctrine by the courts to rule a right of a human um, uh, from being able to own specific weapons. And the only way that you can ban weaponry or ban um the use of weapons or ammunition, accessories, etc., is through if the the writing of the Constitution as it's written states that it's legal for them to ban, which it doesn't, obviously. We know right. that shall is an absolute. And then if you take the first year of our founding of our country, so any laws that were in place from the beginning of our country to the, to the year later, uh, if it wasn't done during that time, it doesn't exist. Wow. So that's a broad change to the way that they've allowed the Second Amendment to be ruled for years, and now they've pushed back uh, about eight cases to the lower courts that they've ruled unconstitutional mm-hmm. in the way they ruled them. And those are the Massachusetts assault weapons ban, the California assault weapons ban, the magazine ban in California, magazine ban in Massachusetts, the Hawaii concealed carry ban, mm-hmm. uh, and several others that have just been pushed back to the lower courts. Now, of course, the courts are trying mental gymnastics to try to figure out how to get around Clarence yeah. Thomas's ruling. But the truth be told that I would say in the next five years, we'll probably see NFA dismantled, which is the regulation and registration of specific weapons that they consider to be too dangerous. Too dangerous. With that being said, Jeff from our Facebook line has a question. And, of course, we've got some time with you sure. today, and that's why we can Here, marinate I'm on a podcast. I'm off all day. We're, we're good. Well, well, Jeff <laughs> wants to know, what are the laws surrounding gun sales from one private citizen to another private citizen? And is the person who sells the gun responsible for any crimes committed with that said gun. So no one is responsible for said crimes that are committed with that gun. That would be the equivalent of what they're trying to do, where they're trying to hold Remington accountable for the murders of people uh, because they use their particular weapons. Now, Remington did settle um, a lawsuit. Their insurers settled the lawsuit last year. Um, And in turn... Uh, kind of destroyed the narrative that you could do this because had they gone to court and it gotten approved, they could go around the congressional way. But it opens up a huge issue because then you can sue the radio maker of your car 
the person who made tires on your vehicle would yep. be in a car accident, and now you're holding everybody accountable. So yep. while you have one industry that a lot of these companies want to say, well, we should be able to go after these people because they made these weapons, and these weapons are super dangerous, and they killed people, and so they should be held liable for someone else's actions. Yep. Yep. You open up a whole different avenue when it comes to cars, when it comes to cell phones, when it comes to whatever. You know, you could then hold people accountable for your shoes causing you to slip down a staircase and kill you or put somebody else in harm. And they could sue your shoes or, or your watchmaker. Uh, or your hammer. And it's a, or a hammer. And Ian, it's a battle these days. I saw this morning in the state of New York, mm-hmm. starting today, you can no longer carry weapons into a church in the state of New York. Ban- guns are banned in churches. We see banks coming out and restricting financing. Mm-hmm. We see banks going through our bank accounts looking to see if we've purchased weapons. How far are they going to go? Well, I think that's part of the reason that Clarence Thomas put the poison pill in is because he wanted to see this kind of stop. Um, you know, they were probably getting somewhere around 2,500 cases of gun control a year, and they can't see all those cases. So um, just with, like, abortion was handled this year where they finally said, hey, we don't agree with this as a state's right issue, they finally put an end to all the nonsense. That, and it seems like the narrative of the progressive, and I won't say left because I think there's some leftists that are very central, um, the progressive, the extreme progressives, they just continue to push an agenda over and over and over and over again. And um, they make it to where they just chip away piece by piece by piece until you have nothing left. And that's what we've seen with gun control for years is this just massive chipping away. And what we get from customers in the shop today is more or less they're no longer going to comply with federal government rulings. They don't care what they think. Uh, it's a, it's a, I'm going to own these things and I don't care what they say. Yeah mentality and if they want to come get them come to my house and get them that's right well the second (laughs) amendment carry permit is basically the only permit needed right now in 25 states across the country and you don't even need one here in the state of missouri and i think do you see it trending more that way or is it i think we'll go back to constitutional carry where it's just strict up you have a right to carry which you do already they said that yes um they haven't clarified the necessary necessary need for a permit and so that's left another loophole for states to make stupid laws like you can't carry in a church. Yeah. And the, the Constitution is the Second Amendment pretty simple. I never understood it really because it's like I know that we're not allowed to carry a nuclear weapon in our in our house. That's a weapon. I mean, well, it is. OK, so the way the second was written and, and keep in mind, everybody acts like the Constitution is so old and the Constitution is not so old. It's, it's 246 years old, yeah. um, which is five generations of human beings. Really, it's maybe even four today mm-hmm. because we live to about 80 to 100 years old. Um, it, it is it is specific and 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 it was made to prevent laws from being passed. Not not just the second. I'm talking about the Constitution in general. The Constitution was 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 made and and created to limit government, limit laws that were being passed, and limit the amount of bureaucracy that could be in control of a country. And what we've done, and I'm going to start all co- kind of a crazy thought process here, but. What we've done over the last hundred years is we've allowed our government to do things that are completely unconstitutional and continue to step up and chip away at our rights one by one by right. allowing unconstitutional measure after another go through the courts and get a, a, a check mark. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first one that I think is the most crazy thing that nobody's talking about is in the Constitution, um, right in the first part of the Constitution, I think it's chapter uh, chapter one, article two. It states that. Uh, each state shall have, and says shall, so if you're a lawyer, 
Shell is an absolute in court. You cannot work around it. It's a 100%. Okay? Yeah. Shall have one representation one representation in the House for every 30,000 persons. Okay. There isn't a comma if Congress changes this. Nothing like that. Right. Okay, so one, we're way under what we should have as far as representation. Every person in the United States of America should be in uproar that we're underrepresented in the House of, mm-hmm. of the United States of uh, America. Now, in the House, too, the founders thought the House was not supposed to be wa- located in Washington, D.C. The House was supposed to vote from their jurisdictions of their home states and represent their 30,000 constituents. So at this point, we'd have something like 30,000-plus reps in the House. You can't buy the House, right? Right. So if we can't buy the House, we can't control anything. Right. Right? You also have 30,000 people. You have to convince that it's a good law to pass it, or at least the, f- the fair majority of 50%. Mm-hmm. So it very much limited what could be passed. And our founders never thought we'd have the laws that we have today. And the only reason we do is because the Apportment Act that they've passed in the 1900, early 1900s, which has been backed up by courts that should obviously be struck down, has limited our House members to 400 and something. So we have a, a very limited representation, and they can be bought in the United States now because 400 people is not hard to control. It's true. Okay, so put the math together. We have a Senate that's bought, and we have a House that's bought. And until we fix that House representation issue, our country will be a mess. because I keep trying to tell him, Ian, every day. We're talking with Ian McFarland. He is the owner, CEO of Modern Weapons Systems. Um, how's business? It's, it's, people aren't scared of the government anymore. They're not panicking. I figured your business would be doing pretty damn well. It was during COVID because everybody was ready. <laughs> yeah, no. Sh- what it, do you mean? It, Specifically, what do you mean I everybody mean, we had, was ready? We had people who've never owned a firearm before come in and panic to buy guns. They thought the end of the world was coming. Um, what was the catalyst of that? You think? I mean, why do you, why do you think that we Americans well, thought the end of the world was on its way? Well, because and I think that they thought lawlessness was coming. From, um, from from where did it come from? Where did well, we had product shortages, food shortages, people locked in their homes. There were a lot of people during that time who could not get out and get goods. They weren't being paid. People didn't have money. You know, stores were closed. There watching was a lot watching going the on. purge on TV, exactly, <laughs> I mean. or what's now known as Illinois. <laughs> well, we should get to that, but you know, I'm, I'm st- it's, was it because we saw the riots? Because we didn't so, feel like that we were. I mean, I'm to I this day, I'm fascinated by the riots. That. It was definitely a mixture of the riots and 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 the the people, you know, over doing the you know this pandemic to where it was something that was not. Yeah, you know, and lying to people. But the question I was getting to the follow up for that was, so sales are still set, steady. I'm assuming because not only do you sell the modern weapons, which you're talking about, which are legal, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then use every. You know, I'm sure you sell everything from a, a small handgun that can be concealed sure. to, to something larger. Semi-automatic belt-fed guns, absolutely. While we have you here, could you please explain for our listeners how media does a disservice in describing AR-15, what is automatic <laughs> and semi? Automatic. We've done that a li- when we first started out this show mm-hmm. because I had talked to another gun owner in the past and actually took a quasi-class with him on correct terminology mm-hmm. for media because media doesn't get it right. And a lot of times the reporters who I've met over the years and anchors and producers aren't necessarily intentionally trying to hurt people. They just don't understand. They don't get it, in what the difference is between automatic, semi-automatic, and where an AR-15 comes in, because everybody hears AR-15 and automatically thinks that that is an automatic weapon. Okay. So 
Um, AR-15 stands for Armor Light Rifle, and it was the 15th design to their rifle systems. So it is not an assault rifle. doesn't stand for that. He said it is not an assault rifle. Well, anyone listening media. to us knows that. Yeah, but yeah, Tabitha, but you, Tabitha. You I know. You got to dumb it. You got to dumb it down, and that's not an, a, and that's not a a dog at anybody because we've got to understand. Media, liberals don't media, get it right. But it's not even liberals. Mm-hmm. Most people don't get mm-hmm. the difference between automatic and semi-automatic. Well, it's Good misinformation. Point. When they, they talk about, oh, you're you're giving disinformation. So I actually acquired a website um, working on, I've I got to spend more time doing it, but I'm running out of time, uh, called gundisinfo.org. Oh, this so, yeah. So eventually yeah. We'll, have, we'll have a site, and it, it has like 20 different linked outs to it. So eventually we'll have a site where people can go and actually understand but you know what your, what hold, your information will be considered disinformation by the liberals think well, about okay. that person. isn't okay. that bizarre to think about yeah there's nothing you can write that's going to sway the opinion of someone yeah, else but you can say whatever you want in this day and age Again, i know culture, can right? you? you guys are y- yeah you can identify as somebody who likes guns or doesn't who thinks right. they're dangerous or not i identify, identify as a truth seeker Bingo. <laughs> what? Did you just call yourself a truth seeker? Yes, like an Indian. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, so getting back to that, what you mentioned, um, so standard capacity AR rifle was a 20-round capacity, okay, during Vietnam. 30 rounds became more standard. And the reason it was 20-round capacity is because each box that they shipped to the, to the military came 20 rounds a box. So that was standard capacity. And they put them on st- what's called a stripper clip, and they could drop that clip into the magazine slide all the shells off, kind of like they did back in World War II with the clips that they ran in a 30 out 6 M1. And so um, when you really look at the power of an AR-15 versus an M1, an M1 is devastating. It's, it's, it's three times the bullet. It's hyper-velocity. Uh, some of them are armor-piercing and yeah. incendiary. Uh, if you shoot somebody with a 30 out 6 you can shoot right through the trunk of a big tree and destroy <laughs> wow. the person behind there. No problem. Yeah. You would not be able to do that with a 5.56 AR. Yeah. Um, you know, they're more worried about a, uh, an AR-15 round, which, if I can hold my hand up here, is about yeah, about that tall. Yeah. 30-06, about that tall. Yep. 50 cals, about that tall. Jeez. You know, if I ever come back on the show, let's see here. There we go. Yeah. I'll bring the shells so you can see. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the, one of the things that's um, amazing is, is the narrative of, of the anti-gun movement. I can't even say progressive because I think it's just an anti-gun movement in general, has literally no education on guns. Right. Um, so it's sad. It is. It's it absolutely just, sad. That well, a lot of times, if you don't understand something in life, you'll as humans we negate it mm-hmm. because we don't understand whether it's guns or a topic or something. What we don't understand or know, we'll shoot. Eh, shoot away. We'll just shoot away. Or then you hear a message from the media, and of course, you hear horrible gun shootings, and none of us wants to go through that. None of us wants to have a family member be shot, yeah. and God forbid, die well, in a shooting. But once again, when you break down the facts of shootings and how they happen and where they're happening, uh, it's interesting if people with guns, law-abiding citizens who have guns and abide by gun laws, had guns with them, what can be done? What has been done to, to prevent them or eliminate them quickly? And who is actually committing the crimes? Wasn't it Columbine that kind of started the whole dividing us kind of a scenario is like the, some part of the country is like we got to get rid of all these guns and another part of this the country was like i'm keeping my gun because i don't want something like that to happen to my family i, I think it was i mean you you've got to look at the big narrative has been going on for years so since 1934 they've regulated guns okay mm-hmm, right so in 1934 they they passed what was called the nfa act and the nfa act the the congress people uh all said hey we can't ban these weapons even though 
we don't like these weapons, and we know the mob uses them yeah. for killing sprees. And it was after the uh, Valentine's Day massacre. Um, you know, they said, well, what we're going to do is we're going to, you can't outright ban these weapons, so we're going to impose a tax, and we're going to make people register them. And um, in doing so, they created what was called the machine gun registry, short barrel rifle, short barrel shotgun classification, which is any, any gun under 16 inches is a shotgun. Any uh, rifle under 16 inches uh, would be considered an SBR. Um, suppressors, which are just essentially a muffler for the, the gun yeah. to help reduce the hearing level. It doesn't make it silent like it's in the movie, unless you're maybe a 22 or 300 blackout in subsonic, because you still have the crack of sound. You still have a very big combustion of, of energy. Um, and they created this, this other category for what's called an AOW, and that's uh, basically a gun that just falls outside of every classification. It's super t- tiny, and it, it has a front grip installed. Yeah. Okay? And the reason that they created these was uh, they charged a $200 tax. Well, in 1934, $200 tax was several months of salary. Mm-hmm. So it was basically a class discrimination, which it should have been sued upon that way because any low-income person could not afford this tax, right? right? So it was really only so the elite could buy these weapons and continue to get them, even though the uh, you know poverty class or the middle class could never afford them. And this has been the same tax that's happened since 1934. Well, in passing these laws and creating this registry, um, all these guns are registered. So if you buy one of these weapons, you have to go through a full fingerprint, facial pictures. Uh, they sometimes take up to a year background check, which yep. is ridiculous because in today's days, we can pass the same background check in five seconds. So this is just a strategic way to delay people from being able to buy these weapons and make it a big hassle so they don't, okay? So then they can use this clause called the common sense clause. I'm sure you guys have heard of this. Common sense, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, not common sense. Uh, common in, uh, uh, common uh, use, common use clause. Um, so if they use the common use clause, they can say, well, these guns aren't in common use because there's not that many of them, mm-hmm. okay? So in 1986, um, they didn't really pass it. They, they claim they passed it. Yeah. Okay, but if you look at the real house vote, they didn't pass it. They did a they did a vocal vote vote, and it was a lot of no's. And they said it passed by yeses, even though we we heard the audio, and it's definitely very very present on the no's. Right. So they passed through the house banning machine guns in 1986 from taking tax. They didn't ban the fact that they can own machine guns. They just said we aren't going to accept tax stamps anymore on these, which essentially is banning. Right. But what they're doing is they're doing it through a way of saying, well, we didn't ban it. We just don't accept tax stamps or anything after 1986. So you can own machine guns pre-1986 yeah. right. if you pay the $200 charge. You buy, buy the exorbitantly expensive machine gun that was registered pre-1986, and you go through the year um, background check and so yeah. forth. And you can own that gun. And it, and and some of those guns are up to a million dollars. Is know? there a way to clean this legislation up? Because it's very, very, very confusing right now. It's so yeah. confusing that people, they don't even know what, like Vic said earlier, we don't even know what we can buy. Is there a way that the government can say, are the courts... Eric, there's over 40,000 gun laws on the record right now. That's what I'm... At. Well, that was my question. gun law if it's unconstitutional. So, I'm just going to put this in, in pretext. So, what's going on right now is you have ATF doing executive overreach, just like the EPA did. They're basically going in and, and taking a 100-year law of what a machine gun is and saying, well... Now a machine gun's a bump stock. Now a machine gun's a trigger. Yeah, if you can't buy a bump stock, how can you go buy a machine, a Gatling well, you, gun? You can. You can, illegally. Okay. But See, you illegally. Well, I know, but. And you're well, what do you want to do illegally? You can go buy pot on the street, but it's illegal. Or is it? You know, it's like it's some illegal, of these laws, we don't even know what they are. It's illegal on the federal level, but it's not illegal on the state level. The state won't prosecute it. I mean, so it's a, kind of the same idea. I know, and I won't mention the police department, but I know in 
a specific police department that if you were caught with a machine gun, they probably wouldn't prosecute you unless you did something illegal with it. But how exactly. do you know that? You see, that's the thing. It's that's like, what I'm saying. But, it, it, but there are there are sheriffs that will still uphold the Constitution, and they would say, oh, well. Well, sir, it'll make you think. I mean, it, it, because there's a lot of people I know, Vic, that would like to own a gun. Heck, I was at New Year's Eve this this weekend, and there, as long as with all you guys, I saw four guys do this and show that they had a weapon on them because they were scared of the environment that they were in, and then they kind of pulled it back. I was like, damn, because they're surprised. Yeah, but they're it's like you're not even supposed to have that thing in here, yet they're they're totally unafraid to show that they're. You should carry your weapon anywhere you. That, that's my advice. I would say that in a normal day, legally, of course, legally. See, in, that's the question. What, what Vic just said. Well, what's legal? Well, well legal. And there's no. There's illegal different right now. states. In, yeah. In the state of Missouri, it's legal to carry anyway. Correct. You can have a loaded weapon on your seat when the cop pulls you off and he can't touch you. Exactly. As long as you keep your hands on the steering wheel and you aren't using it in a, in a violent manner, he's not going to have a problem with it. Now, yeah. I've been disarmed by a state patrol guy who doesn't know the law. Right. And that's actually a violation of my state constitutional rights. Did you rights. sue? Well, no, I'm not going to sue. But. It had been a good opportunity to get a law. Uh, I reported it. Okay. Yeah, you reported it. That's how you handled it. And he that. wanted me to sit in my front of my car while he unloaded weapons behind me. And I said, no way. Yeah. You're I'm curious. Wow. You're going to shoot me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was that in the state of Missouri? It was, yeah. Okay. Highway State Patrol, young guy. New well, guy. I was going to say, I bet it was a younger person. Yep. We love the Missouri State Highway Patrol here. We're a big supporter of police. There's a lot of but, police that don't even know their own laws. But they don't know the laws. I've been told that before as well. They don't know the laws. It's scary. It, it, it is scary. You know, speaking of police, how do you feel about the SAP, about SEPA? That's been such a controversial please explain, topic. Please explain what SEPA is. Well, we... I have talked to Bill Igel about this. I was against SEPA okay. because I know so many police officers. And what SEPA does, if you listen, it depends on who you listen to. Some of my police officer friends, FBI friends, say we don't like SEPA laws because it ties our hands. A guy that I know, he's an FBI agent. He's on one of these multi-jurisdictional task forces. And he said now all of a sudden we can't work with some of, some of these uh, DEA guys we can't work with different people. What are SAPA laws? I don't know what a SAPA yeah, you got what are SAPA Ian laws. Can, Ian so can better SAPA explain this. So SAPA was the Second Amendment Protection Act, and it was passed in order to limit what the federal government can touch. So if the feds come in here, the Missouri has jurisdiction over their laws, and it essentially creates a boundary where the state does not have to cooperate with feds and can actually restrict them and not share information with them. Now, I'll tell you why this is very important, and a lot of people don't understand it the right way. So the, the reason it's very important is when you talk to a person who's had guns stolen from their gun store 20, 10 years ago or five years ago, whatever it was, and they still haven't recovered those firearms, they knew where those firearms were, they didn't raid the warehouse because the DOJ told them to stand down. Okay. Okay. Those officers and those, those uh, um, guys who were in charge of, of getting ready, U.S. Marshals getting ready to raid that place are very disgusted at the federal government stepping in and allowing those guns to be trafficked. Right. Okay, so they can trace them rather than recover hundreds of, of guns that have been stolen in Missouri mm -hmm. during the first uh, break-ins and crime wave. They allowed them to be trafficked. Right. And ATF agents that dealt with the situation told me specifically that they were told to stand down. If they didn't stand down, they'd lose their retirement and be fired. Exactly. So what the Told state, by who? By the DOJ. Wow. Okay. okay. So what, what they the reason this law is very good is because what this does is it takes the hands off the feds to come in and take the, take the jurisdiction away. So Fed comes into an investigation and says, okay, I'm here. Have you seen in the movies or in the things? Like, oh, damn, the Feds are here. They're taking over this jurisdiction. I want to solve this crime, right? The guy says in the show. Right. 
Um, so it goes back to the local jurisdictions actually being able to exercise their ability to solve the crime, recover the weapons, take the people in and criminally charge them right. versus the DOJ come in and play games, allow these people to go out, make plea deals, not charge anybody, and criminals go back to the street and do the same thing again. So let me ask you this. this but, is, I mean, this is, this, I'm going to get right into misinformation. Mm-hmm. Is there something nefarious in your opinion going on between why would the DOJ, why would the people who have been assigned to protect us want to start, even even the liberals, the Democrats, want to take weaponry away from law-abiding citizens, yet... Come on but, She already knows the answer. I'm, 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 I'm waiting. <laughs> uh, she, she is my little misinformation token over here, and I love her stop. to death. But why, because you, you're right in the game. Yeah. Tell me, do you think that the federal government is trying? I'm going right to misinformation. I'm literally doing something that we just talked about. Do you think there's anything going on that the the United States government is trying to take away citizens' weaponry for another reason, other than they don't want another Columbine? It's nothing to do with Columbine. <laughs> no, don't that's laugh at a, me. I don't that, know. That's Go just ahead. a pivot point. Okay. So the real the real situation is is uh, you can't you can't rule a country that can't be ruled so you're thinking that there is something a little dark absolutely. here absolutely really yes. eric come on I, and i'm well, saying no, I, 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 I seriously i i, I, I love it when you i love your opinion but no don't come I'm at gonna, me like that no, because i'm, I'm serious about this, that though, eric. Go ahead. Be- hold on hold on hold on don't come at me like that and because you're coming at a lot of people who don't believe that the united states government is coming after them for nefarious i, I understand that so i understand i'm that. asking a legitimate question i I understand you're asking a legitimate question, but I'm telling you right now, most people understand that, at least people listen to this show, most people understand that the government does not want us to have weapons. They want to disarm us. They will eventually, at some point, potentially come to your home and take your weapons. And that's so why you're saying to we've me, seen this happen in other countries already. Uh, that's exactly which, right. Absolutely. But so and the, the, the follow up that I was going to bring to add to what your yes. question had had more validity. Yes. I'm curious, Ian, because I've done a lot of gun stories in the past. I was somebody who wanted to educate myself. I was no lover of guns. That's good. But I needed to understand if I'm going to talk about a story on TV, I better freaking understand what the hell I'm talking about. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people in media that don't. They just get spoon fed. Oh, I heard it there. I'm going to say it again. If you do your research, you'll find out. One thing that blew my mind, is it true? First of all, number one, you don't sell guns to everybody because they have to go through a check. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, at least I'm guessing, that you have a list of people that you denied sales to. Is that correct? There are denials, yes. Okay. Very few, believe it or not. But I've been told in the past that companies that do have denials, other gun companies like yourself, mm-hmm. those should those get reported to the FBI, correct? So- Okay, prior okay, so there's some there's some red tape. So there's always been stipulations in and the I'm law. going somewhere with this. Well, I'm gonna start off with go backing up just a bit. You being uh, an ex news reporter, I appreciate that you're interested because I've offered five times to take reporters out who've interviewed me. See, there you they're, go. They're and too teach them about yeah. guns and show them and, and let them shoot these guns, even full automatics, and they were just like, No. Did wow. you ever, but you never asked me. We can do it. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was one guy out there in the St. Louis Did area. Did you invite Elliot Davis out? Oh, no, dear God. But actually, get him a phone El- number. Elliot doesn't like me much. He would, Elliot would, <laughs> I bet. With all due respect, Elliot would not I've have shown up. I've called sh- him out a few times. He would about not have his, shown uh, up. Why? I'm, never mind. Go ahead. If Sorry. it doesn't fall in the little stick of the six <laughs> questions, here's your questions, yeah, Elliot. I've, I've, I've gone back. Elliot, go ask them. these questions. <laughs> I kid because I love. I kid because I love. Go ahead. Sorry. So, so going back, 
<clears throat> um, I'm sorry. Repeat your question. In regards to the amount of denials that you have, okay. I've been told the FBI is very lax in regards to going after and actually going after people who are trying to purchase guns so they illegally. Know, they know who's denied. When we get a denial, they know it's denied. They have everybody's information minus your address. Okay. So now, <clears throat> Congress just a few months ago passed where now we have to provide them your address if you're denied or delayed. <clears throat> I know that will alarm some people, but trust me, they already know where you live, so it's not a big deal. Right. But they are supposed to have investigated this. And do they investigate it? Absolutely not. Have we wow. had straw purchase people come in that we knew yes, were straw purchases? This is my point. Talk to an agent, said, hey, this is a straw purchase. I know this is a straw purchase, just so you know. Don't care. Now, what they do do is they'll come in and they'll, they'll ask for paperwork on a person, so forth and so on. I'll have an ATF agent show up. And while they're there, we talk. They don't know the law. They don't know repeat what's... Th repeat that. The FBI does not know the, the law. The ATF. Or the ATF. The ATF does not know their own laws. Is that a generalization? Uh, it's a generalization in my interpretation of what I've talked to agents. Field agents have told me that they are out collecting triggers that they have yet to be proven to be machine guns. <laughs> Hmm. from people today and they're going to your home and making you sign a piece of paper that says you surrender your trigger of $500 to them and that if you don't then they can prosecute you yeah. and that if you do then they they just take it from you and they dispose of it for you well keep in mind this has still been challenged in court three times all three times has been kicked out because the judge does not want to rule on it because if he rules on it the ATF loses. Okay. Mm -hmm. The court case is getting refiled in Texas, but yet the ATF is preemptively, before there's any rule change, any kind of actual change to the law to include these, is out collecting them. Preemptive. I have also heard that there are a lot of laws and people who tell the ATF what to do. I have a friend, a personal friend, who's part of the ATF in the Midwestern Division based out of St. Louis, mm -hmm. and he gets frustrated with some upper leadership and management that doesn't allow them, them, the ATF, to do the job that they know that they need to do. And I've asked them, like, why are you out collecting triggers? You know that's unconstitutional. That's actually seizing people's protected constitutional property. And he says, well, my boss told me I have to do it. And I agree that those people I'm taking them from are just good old boys. They ain't doing anything wrong, but they're afraid that the criminals downtown will get a hold of these. Exactly. That was and I'm like, okay, but you're not going to prosecute them anyway. That's the other so part of it. So where's the evil loop? Yeah. You don't do your job. Well, yeah. I heard this from our Facebook line anyway, too. You can't legislate crazy. You can't stop crazy. We no. see it in England if you don't you have guns. You can equalize crazy. I yeah, like it's a, there's a deterrent. So th that's so another that that's another um, that's a T-shirt or, or bumper sticker. <laughs> I tell you everybody. what, <laughs> there you go. You got T-shirt ideas. You know, the, 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 a criminal. The reason that, that someone who would become a criminal is not a criminal is the deterrence of what they do mm. outweighs the the gain for what they would get if stealing from somebody, breaking in a house. So if the deterrent <laughs> is knowing, there's a lot of crazy dudes in St. Charles County with weaponry. I sh you guys shouldn't go out there if you want to make it back to wherever safe, right? So well, there's so a deterrent effect of knowing that certain communities are armed. Yeah. Texas is a great example of that. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, it's like on the other, what what is, I'm getting kind of back to the thing, what is it that scares you about our government? What is it that keeps you up at night? Like these laws, the guys that are in control of all this stuff, what scares you about our government right now? What is it that makes you Well, the you biggest uneasy? thing I think that scares me isn't about our government. It's about our own people. Don't stay focused on the real situation, that our government has lied to us for 100 years and is continuing to lie to us. And 
we have jurors or jur- we have judicial branch that's rubber stamping anything they're doing, even though it's completely unconstitutional. It does not follow any rule of the law of the original founders, and yet we're stuck in this fabric where, well, it's okay because the judge says it's okay. But when did the, when and did judges start looking and it's the, it's their job to protect and uphold their, the Constitution? That's when their did, only job. When did judges start to legislate from the bench? About the fifties. The fifties, okay. And okay. Eric, and I'm sure this is interesting. Talking with Ian McFarlane, um, CEO owner of Modern Weapon Systems, you know, 100% media messaging. Mm-hmm is infiltrating the brain of judges, infiltrating the brain of American citizens, because it's a heartstrings issue. I talk about this all the time. Americans in general, humans in general, have a heart. And if you see a shooting that happens and you see kids shot and relatives and family members in churches and grocery stores, and we have seen these shootings happen, mass shootings, more than two or three people, um, like, oh, my God, we got to stop this. Right. We got to stop this. Then if you are against guns, if you're said government person or group, then you start playing those messages and people are hearing it. Well, you've got you have a media manipulation. And I'll, I'll show this as one of the ways that you can tell there's media manipulation. Turn on the TV. I don't have TV anymore. I turned it off after the election. I haven't had a TV since. Which election? Good for you. The last one. The okay. last presidential election. When I saw you know Fox News completely play the game, yep. that was it. Okay. Media, you know, the, the cable company says, why are you canceling TV? I said, there's nothing I want to watch. You don't offer anything. They said, well, that's really strange. Why? What is that? And I said, well, every media station is so corrupt now, it doesn't even matter. Jeez. Exactly. So um, here's the thing. You want to test how you're being manipulated. And this is for anybody, progressive, liberal, right, left, doesn't matter, conservative, constitutionalist. Turn on the TV. You can watch every single station. Every single news station will say the same narrative talking point. And you can go back and you can probably find a YouTube video, maybe even where they they can it and they show like every single station doing it. The word democracy has been being used every single day, all day long, by every single news station, every single person. Our country is not a democracy. It's never been a democracy. It's not even operated as a democracy. Our founding fathers made us a constitutional republic for a reason, and they shame democracy hardcore. So why are you being manipulated into thinking that we own a democracy? Because that's what they want. They want a mob rule, and then with mob rule, the angry people win, right? Yeah. Because they're the ones that go out and vote. They're the ones that are most vocal. Even if it's a five percenters, you have five percent of people who are now believing that we have a democracy, and then they start teaching your children this. Okay? Well, they've taken away cursive, just like Mao took away the original language of the Chinese people. So they couldn't go back and reread history and find out what history in China was really about prior to. Hmm. And new generations can't read the old text, okay? They're not teaching your children cursive because they want to make sure you can't read the Constitution. And once the Constitution is manipulated digitally, you can't prove it because you can't go back and read it in cursive. Exactly. Man. Isn't that funny how that works? <laughs> Ian, can you, can you explain to everyone, because a lot of people, like Eric said, may not realize how the, far the government is willing to go to take our guns back. And the initiatives that most people don't even see every single day that go on behind the scenes. We have Joe Biden actually making a statement online, as I'm sure you know, saying, hey, you citizens with your AK-47s and your AR-15s, we, the government, have Hellfire missiles. You can't come up against us because this is what we will do to you. But you, having a gun store, I don't think people understand how hard they come after you. So... 
the regulation of owning a gun store now has become so overbearing, it's almost not worth being a business. That's what so I hear. When you, and, and there's a lot of people that like to save five bucks, but I want to talk about supporting your local business. And this is the reason. The reason they're making this so difficult for us dealers is because if they can eliminate the dealers, they eliminate the gun trail. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So while you guys go online, you buy Chinese-made mm. parts from Palmetto or other big corporations, and you ship them in, and you you always complain about, well, we charge 60 bucks for a transfer fee. Think about this. It cost me, when I first started business as a gun dealer, about 1400 bucks a year to insure my company. It now costs me 12000 Right. Okay? So between only two Insurance agencies that are risky enough to take our business. You know, we got cars running in the front of our stores now. They won't prosecute these guys. They continue to let them go. Why? Because the more people that can run into a car, into a store, eventually you can't get insured. You get put out of business, right? Or if you don't come in to buy from us, you know, sales tax really levied everything, which is good. Because there was a long time where guys would come in, even with tax, I would save them. Uh, I'd be $5 higher than the guy online who right. wasn't charging tax. But they'd still buy from the guy online because it's 5 bucks. Okay? That's crazy. Now, in the last... We went from being probably about a 70% online business to now being about a 5% online business. So that's how much of a change the sales tax levy has changed. And meanwhile, your government has, has probably accrued an additional 80% in taxes they never had before, okay, your local state. But yet, have you seen any change in your beautification of your roads, your cities? Nope. No, because that money is being just laundered in the pockets of these big guys who only want to steal money from you. Right. Absolutely. So and the, the government, big, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, just go ahead. I say the <laughs> government is coming after you. They're coming after us. And you just said there's what, two insurance companies that might insure you? That's and correct. you know good and well they are coming after them. Oh, and they are trying to pressure them to not cover you. That's what the lawsuits of Sandy Hook were about. Absolutely. And mental health is a company. massive issue these days when you talk about mental health. Um, how does that play into person getting accepted? to be able to carry a gun or purchase a gun? Well, of course, if you've um, had an issue where you've you know, been put in a uh, mental health facility, you wouldn't be able to purchase a gun unless you lie about it. But even that, the government would know because it's in record. Um, and, and you would have a judge that would have sent you there. Um, I, I, there's always going to be somebody that slips through the cracks. We have too many people. There's 330 million people. I would say for a society that has probably somewhere around 6 or 7 billion weapons, we're doing pretty darn good. And with that being said, when you look at the crimes that are committed and you look at the actual crimes where police get information and weapons used, what would you say the percentage of those weapons used in crimes are stolen? Uh, I would say every crime that's committed was a stolen gun. Because I heard a massive stat. It was over I, like four or five years ago when I was doing a story. Somebody in the city said, oh, it's over 85, 90% of the guns that are used are all stolen. 99%. People break into other people's cars, houses, garages, you name it, steal guns and use them in crimes, which is why it's so important when it comes to, quote, gun safety in regards to locking up your damn gun if you're not going to have it on you, correct? Sure. Right. So I, th I think one of the biggest failures of businesses is restricting people from carrying in their stores or places. Uh, for instance, down at the uh, pageant a couple weeks ago for a concert, um, you know, they restrict you with weapons, which is silly, I think, because the more people you have inside that are armed, the safer the places actually mm -hmm. can be. Um, but that's not how the people who are progressive think. They think weapons are dangerous, and they made a guy take a little pocket knife back to his car about this big. Yeah. Down here. Like this. Yeah. This no, big. You say little pocket knife. Yeah. Little Swiss pocket knife. We do that. I, I work in secure. I own a security company outside of radio, okay. and there are times when we Podcast. have to. Uh, sorry, outside of podcasting. We're not radio. I know. It's so hard to break that habit. And we have to 
at we work in anti piracy store at movie theaters, and it's the same thing. We we pat them down if they have their little mm-hmm. pocket knife or weapon. We have to take them out. But things have changed at movie theaters lately. I don't know if anyone's noticed. Nobody this. does it anymore. They don't have well. We still do for piracy reasons, but mm-hmm. not for other reasons. But they remove those stickers mm-hmm. that say "gun free zones" at our local movie theaters. Hmm. They're not there anymore. That, that's because they're starting to realize that. A, 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 well, but go back to the you know Western times. A polite society is created by knowing that everybody has an equalizer. Exactly. Right. You're not going to disrespect somebody at the well, bar if you're going to go out back and have a duel. Right. Yeah. And so even our founding fathers, during the writing of the Constitution, threatened each other with duels if they couldn't come to an agreement. So it made both parties sit down and talk versus fight. So so Joe Biden comes up with this thing, and I think Tabitha brought it up. Um, the Second Amendment, was it really built so that, they, that the government, the people that we sent to protect us, knew that we were armed and we could take them out if it got yes, too big? it was to limit the government. So basically, See, here's the thing. Everybody that's a, that's takes a the debate. Constitution as it's a right. Yeah. That the government gave us. They didn't give us a right. This was written by our founders in order to restrict the government. It's what the government cannot do. It is not what we are allowed to do. Is that a debatable thing in the court system? Absolutely, because here's how it works. If the court says something is illegal and you as a whole society disagree, it's a null and void rule. Does that make sense? So if they want to say, well, you can't have this type of weapon, and you say, well, I don't really give a crap because my neighbor's going to have one and this guy's going to have one and we're just not going to abide. Yeah. What are they going to do about it? Has there been it's a situation? Fascinating subject. Has there been a situation in the courts where a citizen has lost his battle with uh, a gun law? I mean, is well, there... there was actually a really interesting case that just happened not even three weeks ago, um, or maybe four weeks ago. A felon had been convicted, had a weapon that he had taken and scraped the serial number off. So they charged him with defacing a serial number on a firearm, ten-year felony, you know, charge, and and the judge. Uh, ruled this after the Bruin decision. The Bruin decision comes back. It's the red, you know, red flag to mm-hmm. the gun control people. And then the judge made a very good point. And he said, I cannot legally charge you with defacing a firearm because it's unconstitutional. And they said, well, what do you mean? And he says, well, during the founding of our country, there was never a requirement for serial. It's not stated in the Constitution. It wasn't during the first year of our founding. It wasn't brought until the late 60s that serializing of firearms was required, right? So he says... Defacing a serial number doesn't matter because the gun still can be traced. We can still check out where it came from. We know it has residue. We has a special bore. So regardless if we took serial number off, it's still not a felony charge because that goes against the Constitution. And so they just What state the was this in, though? Uh, you know, I'm, I, I would never, this would I, never, <laughs> ever happen in a blue state. And you know You'd that, be surprised. Right? They have to rule this way now because these judges uh, are, I don't are, know about that. Well, that's the thing. The judges' hands are tied now. Clarence Thomas made it exceptionally clear, and that's what they're having a problem with in these blue states where, you know, California ruled that the assault rifle ban was was wrong. And then it went to the next court, and they ruled on a split decision down the middle that it was right. The Supreme Court kicked it back and said, no, you got it wrong. Okay? This it is seems a like it's all banned. It seems to me like th- that some of these court decisions could be run by AI, that it's like you th- to, they pr- do in some to cities. protect the Constitution. You can't rule on anything. You are there. You again, a judge is also there to protect and serve the Constitution. The administration, the executive branch, the legislative there branch. There is no bench rulings allowed in this country, but yet we allow it as a party of people, right? So we have to change the mentality of the people to say, no, that's not allowed. Right. No, we want our proper representation. We go back to that that subject. 
we aren't okay with 400 reps in the House anymore. We want 30,000 to every one. Right. Yes. Just like it states in the Constitution, until you give it to us, we're not going to obey anything. And all these laws you've written for the last 100 years are null. Are we the people too stupid? A mass- one more question. Are we the people too stupid to even understand the goodness that we have with this government and the fact that we need that we need one representative per 30,000? Because we should be asking these questions. Why are we not standing Those are up big to- questions I think should be a national yeah. question. Yeah, those right are now. big political questions. Those that should even- be – I don't care what a court said 20 years ago about it. They were liberalized at the time. They didn't care what the Constitution said. The Constitution states exactly what it states. And if you can't read it, I can read it at five years old. Yeah. So if, if a judge who's supposed to be the ruler of and hope you know holding up of the Constitution can't read that document, they shouldn't be on a bench. Wake up, people! You've they given us a ton of time today, Ian McFarlane, Fine. Uh, <laughs> the CEO and owner of Modern Weapon Systems. I just wanted to make sure that we had a chance to let people know uh, what they could purchase, what you offer, mm-hmm. um, how to get involved, how to start uh, going down a path to maybe um, arm themselves, that sort of thing. What they can get with your company right now. Yeah, I mean, you could come in and purchase a gun anytime you want, rifle, long gun. We do NFA weapons also. Um, we, we, I foresee within the next five years NFA being completely struck down, uh, even machine gun bans being overturned. Now, I'm not, I won't say I'm against registering machine guns just to make sure that those guns are accounted for because you can do pretty good damage with a machine gun. But I don't think that a complete outright ban is, is, is lawful. Hmm. And where are you guys located, or what's the best way to contact you sure. via website or in person? We're next to Fenton, Missouri, uh, Chuck Boots. So we're in the Chuck's Boots Plaza yeah. in Fenton. And um, we're open uh, Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 6, uh, 10 to 4 on Saturday. And your website again? Sure, modernweaponsystems.com. And someone on the comment line wants to know, do you sell gun safes? We don't. <laughs> you have to go online for that, We have like that, little handgun King. safes, but we don't have what about What about bio? What are those bio safeties that you can... Well, it's just you put your fingers on it, and it's just a fingerprint. That seems logical to me. Yeah, we have we have some small handgun safes. You know, if you need to have a handgun safe, Um, but we don't sell big safes. I just don't have the room. We're a smaller shop. Um, I utilize my space extremely well. Um, We like I said, we sell just crazy different guns. I love that. I'm going to bring my son up. Anything else you want to leave our viewers with uh, and listeners this morning with regarding? Guns, purchases, what's happening in society right now? Yeah, so, I mean, the biggest thing, you know, we can talk business all day long. Um, You know, my thing is is that we have to get more involved as a society. And um, if you want to have, you know, people who are crazy, the 5% of crazy people run your country, uh, you're allowing that to happen through not asking questions. And I think it's most important that people ask a lot of questions. I'm running for health department with my friend Hassan, who's a constitutional biochemist. Jefferson Jefferson Kenny Kenny Health Department. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna work on making sure that we get this re- this government uh, department returned to the people and control of the people, uh, partial control of the county council, whatever it takes to get to where we don't end up with the same situation we did last time with fraud and deception well, and theft of American dollars. Well, how can people find out about your campaign for Jefferson County? I haven't really done anything at this point. We just okay. signed up about a week ago. But Hassan is a biochemist, a U.S. May, uh, U.S. born citizen. Um, he's a extra- exceptionally uh, smart guy, constitutionalist. A lot of people don't know him because he's not on social media. He's not a very present person in public. I can vouch for him heavily. Uh, everybody knows me. Uh, obviously, you just saw me on here, so you know how crazy my thought processes are about being a constitutionalist. Um, yeah. A big thing is is vote for people who represent you. Don't take the blue pill and let people mislead you. That's right. That's, that's what, kind of my campaign slogan, don't take the blue pill. Yeah, it seems like these people need to, uh, if they really wanted to change the Constitution, 
All you have to do is amend it. Just do it. Go yeah, for it. If you it. can't amend it, then you did. If you that's the big thing. They didn't amend anything. They've never amended anything. Yeah. And we got you know, even gun control groups like uh, FPC. I love them to death. I think they do a lot for the gun thing. But their argument to the courts is always that Congress has the right to make laws. Yeah. They don't have the rights to make laws against any gun action because it specifically states shall not infringe. That means mm-hmm. the government has no touch to Second Amendment at all. At all. We appreciate your time today. Ian McFarland, CEO of Modern Weapons Systems. Thanks for coming in, my hey, friend. We appreciate it. A lot of fun. Uh, we'll catch back up with you again. Yes, sir. Thank All you. right, you're watching Cancel This. You go to canceltheshow.com. If you missed any of the interview that we had, which was an incredible interview with Ian, you can just go to canceltheshow.com. We will have that interview posted. It's there live on our live platforms as well as we'll be editing that for other podcast systems as well. Eric, you learned a lot. I know that. So did I. I did. I'm That's frustrated. for sure. I'm You're just more frustrated. That's all. You always get more frustrated when we learn. Yeah, looking right at Tabitha. I'm frustrated too, Eric. Scotty Gurkin. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to wake you up before this is over. Scotty Gurkin on the boards. Eric Johnson, Tabitha Hassel, and Vic Faust. Um, stick with us. We come back. Okay, here it is. I'm ready now. I am ready to blow some wind on this. Uh, I was pissed over the weekend. Now, I know I needed, I needed my proof. But now we got it. Mr. Epps, Ray Epps, text messages being released regarding January 6th. We'll tell you who Ray Epps is if you don't know yet. What he said in a text to his nephew and how it applies to January 6th and what is going on with that whole situation. Um, Boy, I think we all saw it. If this doesn't wake you up, of course, nothing will. But a lot of people already, that line's been drawn in the sand. You're on one side or you're on the other. Back with more regarding new information that just came out with January 6th and a guy who says he orchestrated it. Oh, my Lord. Mm-mm-mm. Back with more. Cancel this right after this. And welcome back to Cancel This. Cancelthisshow.com. Cancelthisshow.com. Um, I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle. Eric Johnson, Scotty Gherkin. You don't see her on camera, but Lizzie Sparks still yes. here. She's got the best name in the room. Lizzie Sparks. She she should work for like Amron. She should be in a band <laughs> on vocals. Lizzie Sparks. Sorry. <laughs> hey, by the way, we got a lot of guests coming up this week. Tabitha, do we confirm our farmer for tomorrow? Um, not confirmed yet. Nope. But um, but I am going to work on that when we leave here today. Okay. Who else do we have confirmed for the week and the we days? We have Andy Polachek with Missouri Canvas. Andy's going to be on with us tomorrow morning at eight oh five a.m. And he's, he's got a whole host of things he's going to talk about. Andy, most people are familiar with Andy Polachek already. He is going to talk to us about a number of issues in, re, in relation to Me, voting. Most people in St. Louis? Most people, yes, that is correct. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have Charlie Strange. I'm not sure which day yet, possibly Wednesday or Thursday. Charlie Strange is the gold star father of Navy SEAL 6 member Michael Strange. And that is going to be, trust me, that is one you don't want to miss. Why is it that? It is going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal why? interview. Why? Because Charlie has gone through so much. First of all, he lost his son, SEAL Team 6 member, over Afghanistan. It was very controversial in what happened. He didn't believe mo- most of what the government told him. And then he found out that what the government did tell him was actually a lie. They told him that his son died. He was burned to death on impact. The black box disappeared. They claimed from flooding. And then he got all these reports. They finally, he went to court, went to court, went to court, finally got the documents. And it turns out his son was not killed on impact. He was not burned death. He wasn't, in fact, not burned at all. And when he was invited, like all Gold Star family members are, 
to the White House to meet the president at the time it was Obama, he leaned really close to Obama. And I don't remember the exact message, but he gave him an earful. Yeah, I remember. There was video of it. He stood up for his son like no other. And he will reveal to us so much government corruption. It's unbelievable. And how he sued the Obama administration over them spying on him, which now makes it legal for the government to spy on you. Well, it can't be Wednesday at 8 because, as we said earlier, Wednesday at 8, we have Max Kostelak. He's a 21-year-old Ole Miss student who does a conservative podcast and getting into the business, loves what we do. Eric, we may have our first, and you can have your first intern. Intern? Yes. We are getting to the point where we have interns now and people wanting to be interns. Of course, they Scott do. has an intern. We got interns now. We're gonna get an intern. I do. I love it. Yeah, Scotty's like woohoo. Max is on his way, so we'll get we'll get a vibe of that age, that generation when it comes to politics, yeah. what they care about, their lives being changed or not in any way. So that's coming up on Wednesday. Talking about having Colonel Joe on this week again, and oh great, and um, we'll figure out the times because we got so many people. Uh, Monica Adams, who just recently left. KSDK in St. Louis. She yeah. worked their morning show. She used to work with me at Fox. Yeah. Um, we're going to break down the news business. What's going on? Eric has begged for this segment, and I promise we'll give you enough days to do this so we can promote it. What's actually happening with local news? How stories are going on? Just to show you the craziness of the business, as I've said, unfortunately, um, you know, I loved what I did, but mm-hmm. people who watch have gone down, 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 down. Yeah. And it, it's sad to see an industry like that doing what they're trying to do or being in a situation that they're in right now. Oh, yeah. But regardless, so we got a lot of stuff going on this week. Okay. One thing I have never given, and Tabitha and I have argued about this time and time again. I have never given, and I'm sorry, I'm going to piss a lot of people off, any sentiment or feeling sorry for people who raced into the Capitol on January 6th. I know this may be controversial to a lot of our listeners, because if somebody tells you to jump off a bridge, you don't go jump off a bridge because everybody's doing it. It's cool. It's fun. Yeah, man, we're going to fight for our freedom. Because if it's illegal, bad things happen. Yep. And that's what happened at the Capitol. But in regards to a man named Ray Epps, who was a name that has been all over January 6th for a couple of years since it happened, at least a year and a half. He was associated with CIA and FBI, but we found out. He was. He did not work with the CIA or FBI. So they say. So they, there's no evidence. No evidence. A lot of people believe he was an FBI informant. He was on the FBI most wanted list and then suddenly disappeared. It disappeared. Disappeared. Uh, before or Removed after. after. Removed from the FBI most wanted list. Can you explain FBI that, though? For, he, why list. was he put on the list, though? You need he to tell her. Well, he was put on the list because... It, he was one of, they claimed he was one of the main rioters. Pictures on of January him. 6th. There's pictures of him, photos of him, video of him as being an instigator for a lot of the violence. He was put on the most wanted list for the January 6th, uh, what would have been a peaceful protest had it not been for people like Ray Epps instigating people. And a lot of people believe that the FBI, of course, the higher up of the FBI, was behind instigating. What was a peaceful protest, what remained to be a peaceful protest for 99% of the folks there, but for the little tiny portion of folks going into the Capitol building. Yeah. So, Eric, before it got out that he was on the list, he was on the list, and then he disappears. All of a sudden, taken off the list, and yep. he can't be found. Right. And everybody's like, okay, wait a second. That should have been the first sign where there's smoke, there's fire. 
Okay, so that happens. Then we fast forward. We are finally getting to see some of the investigations that took place and the product that came from that. Scotty has the text that came out. We started to find this this last week. Yeah, go ahead, Scotty. You can pop that up. You'll find this anywhere on Twitter. This coming from the investigation that took place. Quote, Ray X texted his nephew, quote, I was in the front with a few others. I also orchestrated it. It was all a setup. Ray Epps putting that texting his nephew. That comes out. You're not going to find it on national media except Fox News. Wow. This is why I say, Tabitha, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Not just with Fox News because all these independent journalists put the information out there. But Fox did cover it. So that's why I say don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. But so many individual journalists started putting this information out there. Who is Ray Epps? Why did he do what he did? But now we're starting to find out he is not a Republican uh, faithful, that's for sure. He was not a Trump supporter. Yet this man has not been brought to justice for what he did yet. Can I add something that I think is very important? And I'm going to look at Fox National coverage because I'm curious how in-depth they get. If they're going to tell people as much as we'll tell people. as much as they could. At least it was Tucker Carlson. I don't think... Yes, I'm talking about the daytime host well, for I, Fox National. I, I think that you are and I are on this on a little bit different page with Fox. I think that the Brett Bears of the world will not report anything until it is completely confirmed. If if a text came out and it was let's say it was between Joe Biden's campaign and Ray Epps, and all of a sudden it was intercepted, I think that would be a big story on Fox on Brett is, Bear but on is Brett Bear or Shannon Bream or whatever. Um, the the Tucker Carlsons of the world, and I think you'll agree with this, is more like us. They have license to do more editorial, explorative kind of journalism, which makes them really unique in the in the game of of uh, media right now. Because Brett Bear doesn't have to comment on it. However, they do have it on their station, so that's where the rub comes with you. I think is that you don't see it. All the time. Well, it's not, and it's, it's, not, it's not just me. I will guarantee you that probably yeah, 90% of the people who comment on our comment line feel just like I do. But, but, that, but my point is, is that what happened with Ray Epps is that Ray Epps came out and he made an official statement that said, I do not work for the FBI. I am not an informant, blah, blah, blah. But when they asked the FBI, guess what? The FBI would not confirm or deny it. They would not confirm or deny it. And I think that's very telling. Okay, Ray Epps also said he was a self-proclaimed Trump supporter at one point in time. So you can say you're that. You can say you set, you set it all up. Is Ray Epps in jail? Of course no, not. No, he's not. Okay, how many other January 6th protesters are in jail? 725. Ray Epps is in writing, as you see, admitting that he orchestrated it all. He was on the FBI's most wanted list, then immediately taken off. Where there's smoke, there's fire. He admitted to it in writing that he started it. He was a part of it. He orchestrated the start of what happened. Why isn't he in jail right now? And all these other people are. Yet he says he is a proud Trump supporter. The FBI would not confirm or deny. I've been told in the past that that can be common protocol to not even address a question like that. Because if it you can do... Be. If you do, it can hurt a person or their family. It, it can be, but it, it also just takes a, a second to say, you know, he, he is not an informant. He's not part of our organization. I don't see why it would help them to say that. I don't know. 
But what I do know, and I will always believe this, and this is only speculation, I can't prove it with facts, is that there are people in this country who are plants, and they will be a Trump supporter, or they will be a, a DeSantis supporter, and they will live this outward life as if they are a supporter. They'll make social media posts, but really what they are is their false flags, their props from the government, their informants, and that sort of thing. And their entire job is to live this life, look like a Trump supporter. And then when it comes to an event like this, they're going to mislead people. They're going to get people in trouble. And I think that's what happened on January 6th. The other reason I think this is so big, guys, is the fact that you now have Congress people, men, congressmen and congresswomen, retweeting this tweet that we're showing you from Ray Epps. Why isn't he in jail? Why hasn't he been convicted? Why hasn't he been found? You know, we can't find names in a black book for Epstein, but we'll certainly find the January 6th protesters. Why can't we find all of this other information that we need to find with all kinds of cases, but we find these people? Where is Ray Epps? Why isn't he in jail right now? And why did you take him off the FBI most wanted list? And he's not the only one. He's there, just the most he's just the most present one because he was caught. That's correct. There are other people who were caught on January 6th in the Capitol building. One of them worked for CNN. There are other people who were caught there inside the building who have never never seen one single day of jail time. All Democrats. But it's the guy with the horns on his head that looks like Ted Nugent that is in a jail cell as a nut job, okay? The I mean, shaman. The sh- yeah, the shaman, whatever. The it's but this guy. Well, aren't there laws that are like the you can't yell fire in a crowded theater kind of thing? That's kind of what it reminds me of. Even if he wasn't in the building himself, he was the cat that fired up this already fired up crowd, and he should be. I mean, he should. He's an instigator. He incite. If there's any well, there's one word video. that works, incitement of a riot is kind of would be a charge that they could go after him on if they really hated these January 6th guys that much. Which is why I say, if you disagree with our sentiment that this guy is a plant, then prove otherwise. Why are so many people in jail right now, but he's not when he... There's video of him. You can look it up on Twitter right now. Why don't we now. call up Al Watkins? Graham's video. Let's call up Al Watkins. And go through that and look for what you can find. Serious good question. Good job whoever's but, posted that on there. But everybody else is in jail except Ray Epps. That's not a conspiracy theory. Why hasn't he been found? Why isn't he being brought to justice right now? Why was he taken off the most wanted list? That's a huge, huge question. I think we all know why because, come on, they're not going to come after anyone who may have potentially been involved. And nothing, even though Elon Musk dropped these files, even though now we see without a doubt that Ray Epps claims he is the person who instigated all of this. Nothing's ever. Going I think this to is. But why is the January sixth committee? Why do you have? And it's interesting. Liz Cheney, who, by the way, her last day is tomorrow. So, and a lot of people are excited about that. She's done. Liz Cheney's reign as a Bye. politician ends tomorrow. But now she'll be a, an MSNBC. And Adam Kinzinger, those were the two Trump haters who joined, who were selected by Nancy Pelosi for the non. It, it, it's not a bi- It's not really a bipartisan January 6th committee. It's not. Why haven't they gone after Adam Epps? There's a reason. Oh, come on. <laughs> the exact, no, I'm just saying, there's Kinsinger. a reason. There's a reason why they haven't. But, they're, but, Tabitha, I'm talking to middle ground people and those on the left who don't, they don't want, they don't care who Ray Epps is. They don't. Exactly. My team jail. is not your team and your team is not my team. We don't team. care about facts. Right. We don't care about video of him doing this. 
We don't care about him writing that he orchestrated it. But yet his ties to politicians and the Democratic Party remain, and he is nowhere to be found in regards to being put in a jail. Do you think, There's video of him. I'm watching video of him. Do you think I, that, I watched it, too. Do you think the Cubs fans cared that Sammy Sosa corked his bat? Or do you think that this, the Cubs fans... <laughs> That's a good analogy. You think someday. the Cubs fans just like... Cardinals watch- fans cared about McGuire. <laughs> good, good point. <laughs> what about Barry Bonds? Do you think that the San, good people of San Francisco didn't like seeing that ball fly over the uh, into the drink outside of uh, uh, that, that ballpark? No, when, you, when it's your team, Tabitha, you tend to turn your... It's, it's human nature. Oh, if I it's your team, agree. If it's your team, deflate your balls all you want. We'll win some games. If it's the other team, you come at them with a vigor. Um, and that's what we're seeing here in politics, unfortunately. Is this Epstein going to make a dent? No. I've never, I'm sorry, it's you guys not. know it. I've, I've never had a massive, massive issue. I wish people would not have been arrested to the extent at the highest court's in regards to what happened to people who people protested. People have been sentenced to four years in it's, prison it's, for sedition. It's way over the top. No way doubt. over you the top. You cannot, because they were trying to make an example of them. Now, they might. Where is Ray Epps? They might. You know what? It could Now, one now thing I'm that pissed could happen, off about it. One thing that could happen is that to, to save face, and I think that this government right now, the one that we're living in, they're trying, they, it's, it's like the old saying, give someone an inch, they'll take a mile. They're seeing where that mile is. They're seeing, I think our government right now is looking for the threshold of pain where we they can bump up to. It's a regime, I do. not a I government. I really do. And I think that they're going, uh-oh, this Ray Epps thing might start to move the boat. And they might bring him in and actually, you they're know. They're not going to do maybe not. anything. They're, no one is going to do anything. And if you think Ray Epps is the only one on the government payroll trying to instigate violence. Wait till, you know what, one thing about us conservatives, we very rarely have a big protest. Very rarely. Very rarely do we get angry enough to get out and protest something. Now, when is that going to happen again? I don't know. But I guarantee you when it does, there's a whole sleeper when you're paid cell to. out there When you get conservative like companies who are willing to pay you to go protest, like we've heard on the other side. Yeah, I mean, where, where, that's when it happens. We are far too complacent as conservatives. We don't do enough. We don't stand up. We don't fight for ourselves. We don't fight for our country. We don't fight for anyone. And it's highly unfortunate. I'm just telling you, this Ray Epps thing, it's a big, it big story. It's not Now that it has hit mainstream media, national news, I don't think it's going anywhere, especially with Republicans taking the House. What's going to happen oh, it'll, with it? It'll disappear by tomorrow. No, it won't. No, it's not. I, I, it's, this is it not depends what happens with Americans Kevin McCarthy. are fickle. I, and you know how negative I am towards what happens, Tabitha. So what do you, th- I want to know, what do you, what do you think is going to happen and what do you want to Eventu- happen? Eventually, eventually, Ray Epps is going to be brought on some sort of charges. You think so? Yes. Yes. Or he will stop breathing. Because of the Elon Musk dropping the bomb on him. Because he wasn't, so he, well, he wasn't, he was, he's not even being looked for right now. He, he's not being now investigated be. at all. So you're thinking, you think, I didn't know that, I didn't know that this came from Elon Musk. Yes. Okay. It doesn't matter. I'm glad to know that. The bottom line is now we know it. Oh, something's going to happen, Tabitha. There's no way Americans are going to be kept in prisons, in jails for January 6th. And he can't be yeah. when there's video of him and his own text to his nephew. Stating what he did. He's Even already guilty. Though the January 6th He's committee, given, they've already known about these texts. They've known about yeah, it for a long time. Which is why for a long time. Republicans taking over the House will be a big deal. Now I'm looking at congressmen for the first time 
since January 6th tweeting about Ray Epps. This will not be brushed under the rug, and those who want to won't be able to. I hope you are right. There, there's I really no do. way, or like I said, Ray Epps will stop breathing. I hope you are right. Let's see if Tucker Carlson can get him on his show to clear things up. Jamie, yeah. Jamie from our line says, uh, FYI, Ray Epps did not kill himself. Already getting there. <laughs> I'm telling you, think about <laughs> it. There is no more, I mean, just our society gets dumbed down so many times, especially when it comes well, that's, to That's why I asked. That's why I asked. Are we so there stupid is, as a society? There is no, we have never seen anybody more guilty in this January 6th where it comes to evidence besides the shaman. <laughs> it's like, hey, here I am. Who is yeah. mentally ill. <sighs> well, I mean, literally. Walking around, then a guy here admitting his crime and video of him yeah. committing the crime and him admitting it. Why isn't he in jail right now? Where is he? According to a lot of sources online, no one even knows where he is. Which is why this won't, the only way this would ever go away is if they can't find him. But once again, our government finds anybody and everything at a moment's notice when they want to, except when it's not convenient. Or except when it's a situation where our government has hired him as an operative. People tend to disappear. There is no way in hell this is... <laughs> This is this is what changed the January 6th thing for me. It did regarding this. It's like, okay. I wish I wish you had thought differently way ahead of this. I really do. Well, you need it, but here's the thing. You've got to sometimes you got to see the proof. My my deal is if you do something illegal and they come and convict you and put you in jail, yeah, I had a problem with the it's amount so of so much more than that. But I had a problem with the sentences. But we all but you agree with me. People committed crimes. I, I don't I don't think you, largely no. Tabitha, are you telling me racing into the Capitol? People, some, Tabitha, are you dead serious? I think that there was a point. I've seen it on the video. I've got you between a rock and a hard place. Not on purpose. Not really, because we, we've talked about this so many times before. So you're saying we these people the did not commit crimes. If someone... The, the it's folks, a yes or no question. No, because different people did different things. Different people did different things. The people who assaulted police officers, yes, they absolutely committed crime. Well, let's they talk about those who rushed the Capitol. The people who went into the Capitol, there was a group who rushed the Capitol when the doors were locked, that one of them was breaking in the window, et cetera. That's that's a difference. If you're going to break windows, you can't vandalize the Capitol building. So you did but, see but crimes being committed the, as people rushed in. The doors were opened. That happened from the inside. The doors were opened. And if they opened the doors, I would have thought, now maybe, I, I don't know if I would have thought this, maybe or maybe not. If I'm standing out there and I'm trying to get in the Capitol building and they unlock the doors and they allow people in, then I would feel like they're saying, okay, come on in. Look at some of the guards. There were people lined I've up seen outside. The video. Absolutely. And those guards lifted the barricades. 100%. And, and then we find out yesterday that the cap people said, well, why didn't Capitol Police do more? You know why? Because Nancy Pelosi had uh, the, the Capitol Police at different, uh, different politicians' homes that day, guarding their homes when there was no threat of their home instead of being at the Capitol. Here's building. the problem. You have to you have to you have to convict everybody or nobody when that happens. And not only that, but think about. And this. by the way, no. Somebody asked me, did Ashley Babbitt get what she deserves? Hell no. Hell, Absolutely not. Hell no. But I've always said, just because somebody says commit a crime and you do it, it does not mean that you get vindicated. That's and all. You just that's what to, I've said from that standpoint. People have I got to a go serious out. problem with the Ray Epps deal. A serious, serious problem. I have a problem with it, but I have a bigger problem with Americans, like Lizzie stated on the comment line, grandmas everyday citizens not only being arrested for being at the Capitol building that day, 
But sitting in solitary confinement, all there are people right now, 100%. Americans, sitting in solitary confinement. That means you are sitting in a cell by yourself for 23 hours of the day. They're not allowed to practice hygiene. They can't, men can't shave. They're not getting f- special food. They're eating the worst possible food the jail has. It's, it's a very serious situation. They've been denied attorney visits. That's not acceptable. No, Americans not. should why, have due process. And the Rayup situation has now, from a standpoint, Tabitha, when I speak of, vindicated any conspiracy theorist. Even if you knew you were right already, now from a national media standpoint, now there's proof. There is one, that We already had video. Now there is a written confession. There's proof. So now if something isn't done there, now obviously you got to quote find somebody. But at the same point, now you know you're not a conspiracy theorist. Even if you knew before, national media can't avoid it. And if they do, you already know what they're doing, just like they do with other stories. It has now come full circle. And this, is the, this was the moment that was like, okay. I hope I you're right. I about Ray Epps. I really do. About, I hope that I'm right about I hope what? you're right that he's held accountable. Well, I, well, I if they found him, he will be. If they find him, he will be. Eric, I'm curious your take on well, all of this. No, I'm, it's it is fascinating. Ray Epps is a uh, to me it's it's a, a comes down to more of that nefarious. I use that word a lot, but that that kind of that dark side of our government. And if and if the story is accurate, it's this guy who was approached by our FBI or our CIA or whoever it was and says, "Hey, come here for a second. Let us have a talk. There's going to be this thing at the Capitol. Are you interested in blah blah blah?" And inciting this thing just to kind of put a little fuel on this flame. That's all he really did. But it's enough. Hey, guys, the Capitol's over there. Let's go raid the, let's go storm the castle kind of a thing. Okay. There's so, video of him committing Yeah, there the crime. is. And that's very important. And the written statement of him texting that he did it. Yeah. Exactly, and it's kind now of now you just got to find it. It comes back to that that thing with the misinformation and what 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 don't we know? And it's like, why is our government, our CNN, or the media? Why isn't somebody saying um, this is a problem? Why is it? Why aren't more people talking about this? We are. Tucker Carlson is. Will will it become more of a story now that Elon Musk has uh, released this? Will it be? So the 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 we net- have Democrats who join this show. Who wanted us to talk about J6. And yeah. guess what? Now we're talking about it. Let's talk about the full story. Not just the trumped up charges against Donald Trump. Which are right. going absolutely nowhere. Right. Even if there are fake charges brought against the former president. They're yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah. And it's just. It comes down to. In the old days. There was a natural order of progression. A story would break. Vic knows this. A story would break. It would be explored a little bit. If there was any fire with the smoke, then that would go to the news. The news would then pr- produce some kind of evidence that this Ray, in the old days, Ray Epps would have been like, hey, there was this guy that was actually inciting this, and the whole world would know about it. And then the the due process would start to evolve. Nothing evolves from these stories. We'll talk, and I hate to say it, but Tabitha, who is the most doom and gloom person on the show? <laughs> will, will will probably is right. It's She's not probably doom and right. Gloom. It's called no. Truth. It is doom and gloom because it's called truth. We, Many times that is true. It, unfortunately, but he, just, he just said the, the truth. Tr- uh, well, the, the truth, it, unfortunately, right now in this time and age, is doom and gloom because there, there's not a whole lot of good stuff going out there if you're a conservative. But the good stuff is the well. Watch yes, this. Yes, there. This Hold whole on. Elon let, deal is yeah, a let me, massive. Let me yes. flip that on yes, you a little is. bit. I think just it's a up great on that, time on that, to be a conservative. On that screen it's going right to be there, this year. On that screen right there, Scotty had the actual quote up there, which it's, was it's scrolling on the bottom. Okay, now. it's scrolling on the bottom. So Scotty has You're the awesome. quote up there, right? In front of us, a few other what was it? Uh, orchestrated. It was all a setup. So that comes from Ray Epps. 
That is good news. He would know. E- so that's that's Elon. Elon let us see that. Now, I don't think Elon is really... He's one of many. He's one, one of, of many. many. Fine. So that news should get us all fired up. So then, again, back to your doom and gloom on all of this stuff. Are the people wake awake enough to realize what information, what nugget was just given to them to get them outraged, to get this maybe... Well, Yes. I mean, Eric, the problem is we the people who are hearing this and who care about it have already known. We've all known since day one. The only thing that Mm -hmm. happened with the release of these text messages is that it's just further. There's proof. proof. Yes. Validity of what we've all already thought. And now I hope Vic's right. I hope somebody's made accountable. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think this guy's ever going to be accountable. If if you can find him. If he's found, he will be held accountable. He's probably in the witness protection program. He will be found accountable. I mean, he disappeared off the FBI most wanted list. Something more is going on here. Something more is going on. But what what bothers me about all of these situations is I love all of these releases of information. I love what Elon's doing. I love all the dumps of information. I love then seeing sh- all yes, of this. You're stuff. happy about that. I am, but at the same time, I am happy about it because it validate whatever the word is. It tells us everything we've already thought. We're not crazy conspiracy theorists. No. Everything we thought was absolutely true. We've been validated. Yeah. But at the same time, what does any of it matter? Because we already know the people who don't know, who don't get it, don't care. They, it's not going to prove anything to them. The people who make the laws aren't going to do a darn thing. So in the end, and that's, okay, what does it matter? Back to Karen on the Facebook line. She said, Tabitha's not doom and gloom. Karen, that's what I'm talking about right there. That is a doom and gloom statement. It's not- Nothing's going to happen from it Make means that something that is reality, which is truth, which was found out, something that would bring some kind of a closure to another part of this January 6th deal is not going to come out. No one's going to care. That, to me, is doom and gloom. I know, but you have to understand, doom and gloom sounds dero- like you're making a derogatory statement. Right. I know you're not because because I know you. But it, it sounds derogatory, like everything you say is yeah. so bad and doom and gloom and this and that. It, it's yeah, called you, truth. You, you can be dark. It's reality. <laughs> truth can come across as being dark. Well, I know a lot of conspiracy theories. Now, I hate, I, again, I, I, I don't mean <laughs> to say... That misinformation, I see whatever. The cloud moving across the room over to Tabitha right yeah, now. Yeah, no, it's like cloud. it's a lot of these these conspiracy theories, which are not which are not fact yet because they're not reported, which because they haven't been acted on. They sound to me, and like everybody else who doesn't follow politics, as doom and gloom. They they do, they just do. But the people in the know who do their research, who like. It's called reality. It's not even gloom. It's reality. Media makes it seem that way. Yes, exactly. Yeah, if you watch mainstream media, everything seem like you're like these are nut job people when we're not. That's and other people aren't, which is why this Ray Epps situation is massive to me. And this is coming. Maybe it's coming from old journalistic brain. I've. I mean. I never thought when January 6th happened we would see evidence yes. of one person yes. who all of a sudden can't be found, as we sum exactly. it up. Who admitted to doing it. There's video of it. Who national media tried to claim he was a Trump supporter, and now he can't be found, and there's evidence of him starting and orchestrating the setup, the event. Now, keep in mind, he didn't, everybody, maybe his little group of people, and there were so many different factions of things that happened that day, but if there was nobody... Um, if there if there's nobody that finds Ray Epps, he'll be you'll, found. You'll, 
He'll be fine. There are plenty Breathing? of people who probably know, know. exactly he, where he, he is. He hung himself. I don't know. It'd be nice to know. Yeah. It would be it would be awesome to know what Jeffrey Epstein knew. And this is why I don't think this is going to leave the news anytime soon. And I don't think, and I honestly believe House Republicans will not allow this. I'm going to give them, and I know I'm going on a limb, Tabitha. You sure are. I'm going you out sure on a big are. limb. I don't think House Republicans are going to allow this to be swept under the rug because we already know that as long as the Democrats continue to go after Trump for January 6th, Ray Epps is a lightning rod. Ray Epps is the elephant in the room if they continue to go after Trump because you can't continue to go after Trump and not address the Ray Epps situation. When you have other people in jail, in jail with less evidence of them doing crime than you have with Ray Epps. The problem is, is that the folks who represent us in Congress, very few of them actually care. Very few of them are on our side. And a good portion of them actually love what the January 6th committee is doing. And that's the sad thing. And those folks are not going to fight for us. Yeah, Robert, assuming McCarthy will be the speaker, said he won't do anything. He won't he do anything. He'll sweep it under the rug. Yes, he will. If McCarthy sweeps that under the rug, then you, people need to think twice about McCarthy. I do think twice about McCarthy already. Already, well, there's a lot of Republicans who think twice about McCarthy he's already. Not, as he's not. Well. He's not the worst. But if but he's vote, if, if he becomes a speaker, you got to give him a shot. And then if he screws Republicans over by not following up on Epps, but once again, you got to find Epps. You can't do anything unless you find the guy. Well, it, us, we don't know where he is, but trust me, the government knows exactly where this well, guy hell is. Yes, they know where. He and is. they've I, done I, nothing. And, and I think that who said that on the text line? Who said was what? It? Todd. Todd, if uh, if McCarthy becomes speaker, it'll get swept under the rug, and that is the real rub for a lot of these not these what's the right word these super conservative Republicans that are coming in. This is their opportunity in their mind to change the game to say that the people of on the floor of the House of Representatives we need more power. The speaker can't have all this power. They want to do a lot of things, the Jim Jordans of the world, the Margie Greens of the world. They want to go in there and, and shake the system up. They're done. They're kind of like Tabitha in a, in a big way. Tabitha would go to Congress, and she would want to – I can't imagine you wanting to have a status quo speaker, correct? So you They can would see, kick me out on day one. So basically a Tabitha would want to go in there and, and shake the system up. A Ray Epps kind of a, a, um, a probe into Ray Epps. They want probes into everything. Hunter Biden, they want to basically become what Nancy Pelosi was when she was speaker. Nancy was a stone cold killer. She was. <laughs> Literally. No doubt. You, you, if you, even if you don't like Nancy Pelosi, that lady got some really bad legislation through. She did. But it was because it was progressive. They want their day in the sun now. The people who are on the right say, this is our opportunity. We want a little bit of payback. And they don't think that Kevin McCarthy is going to allow that to happen. You put a Kevin in there, and maybe Todd's right. Maybe there is no um, investigation into Ray Epps. I maybe think, uh, maybe yeah. there's not. There's they, Maybe you don't. we don't see the full picker, picture on January 6th. And if they get rid of McCarthy, maybe they do have an opportunity to see no the one in No one in Congress, for the most part, has stood up for conservatives when it comes to what happened on January 6th. It, McCarthy's not going to be any different. He's an establishment guy. He's not the worst. Well, what, what, But time out. Yes. It's one thing about taking care of people who, who did things. What do you mean by standing up? Standing up. It, it's, a, it's a tough argument to, quote, stand up for, quote, okay, conservatives you're, but on you what keep, happened on January 6th. You keep referring back to people being found guilty of doing a crime. 
and and I understand that. If yeah, somebody's found guilty of doing a crime, do standing up. I am talking about from from day one when a they come after Trump and say Trump instigated all of this, and that Trump made this speech that no, uh, but who are that you just said standing up for the people? Yes, for the people. For what do you for, mean? The fact that I don't hear people in Congress, Republicans in Congress, saying, hey, on January 6th, 99% of the peace people were peaceful, singing kubaya songs, uh, oh. representing their country, no, 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 carrying no. flags, and 1% went into the Capitol building that day. I've never heard anybody no, 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 in no. Congress saying that. No one has come up and, and no one has defended Trump and said his speech did not did not incite violence. I don't hear anyone saying that. I don't hear anyone in Congress standing up and demanding the release of the January 6th prisoners. He doesn't count. <laughs> Why doesn't he count? <laughs> Tebba, you make good points, and then it's just you'll throw okay, it all so out. Okay, so Holly, You throw everything out the water. Just yeah. Holly and Cruz were the only two that stood up for Americans. And Holly and Cruz, and yes, that they count, but both of them have I presidential aspirations. Both of them have high political aspirations. Both want to run for president at some point. And everyone, all of us, and I bet the people on the comment line will agree with me, both of those people, neither one of them like Trump, neither one of them are true conservatives. They're just trying to be president. Oh, my God. But listen, you you, you threw a lot out there, Tabitha. I understand. But don't let your emotion get the best of you with that. It's not emotion. It's how people feel. You just feel. said Hawley and Cruz aren't true conservatives. I don't. They're, they're establishment <laughs> okay, Republicans. Okay, now you add establishment. <laughs> oh establishment. My God. That's not a true conservative. So the Eric, thing Eric, is, can you please jump well, in? Well, we were, we were on the air the day after the election. And we were, all, or the day before the election, sorry, January 6th, or January 5th or whatever it was, and we all came into the studio the next day, and not one of us goes, wow, that was a really good idea for these conservatives to go storm the Capitol. We, not one of us came in this room and That's said, truth. not one of us came in and said, they played right into the, the well, liberals' Well, that's exactly hands. what they, they did. Pl- so wait a minute. So at some point, it does become a situation where, we knew this was going to happen. They knew they were going to use this against them. This was used against conservatives. They, they, their emotion took the best of them. Whoever was inciting this riot is, is a moron. The Republicans should have just stood down and go, you know what? You, and even if they, even if the, your 2000 mules uh, video is correct, if their election was stolen, they should have cho- chosen a different venue. Did you to, watch it on the I way didn't, to but City, I understand, I understand the premise. I saw the trailer. <laughs> Even, but not one of us came in the studio the next day and went, that was a really good idea. Because good idea. Not one of us. Because we, well, I don't know about, I can't verify or vouch for what you guys thought. The way no, I felt. No, you were felt, there with us. No, I know, but I don't remember what you guys individually thought. I, the only thing I know is what I thought. And that was, I thought that it was a false flag operation. I thought that somebody in the government set this up. Uh, you know, there were, as, as a matter of fact, most people don't even talk about the bombs that were placed. Nobody talks about that. Who did that? They have all this video footage. They've arrested people. Yep, that's based, another side Even story. wearing a mask, they, they recognize their eyes and arrest people. But then we have this guy who plays uh, apparently two bombs, and no one has figured out who that guy is. It, everything was a setup. When I watched it, I felt like telling these people, don't fall for it. It was very clear that some Antifa folks were the ones breaking the windows. We uh, There's video of Antifa folks 
inside the Capitol building yes, because there is. they have black they helmets wearing on, wearing all black. Exactly. And we see videos of people standing behind bushes wearing all black, putting on but that's still, flags. But that's but that's I still. Under, and I understand your point. You're the kid that gets in trouble. But mom, Mikey made me do it. I get it. Mikey said we could go right in there and do it, mom. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mikey, he did his own thing. Um, little son, Timmy, you're my son. And guess what? You did bad. You broke the law. And it's, it's unfortunate. So the you still had me. I want. Yeah. I, Tabitha, who is a true conservative? Give me two true conservatives in Congress. Oh gosh, I would like to know. Um, oh, let me stop! Think. You're gonna. You had me. In, well, Holly and Cruz aren't true conservatives. Okay, fine. If they're not true conservatives, because every middle of the road person or anybody left is going, Tabitha, you've lost your. I mind. will tell you what. Who we have? Who are the true in. conservatives? I think Marjorie Taylor Greene's a true conservative. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> now, she might be a little on the wild it, side. I can used we to erase love, the tape? Just a little. <laughs> I used to love. Can we erase love, that? I used to love Marjorie Lindsey Graham. Marjorie Taylor Greene? I used to love Lindsey Graham. What about Eric Schmidt? Eric Schmidt? Yeah, well, yes. You're still on her camera. <laughs> I'm, all about, I'm all about Eric Schmidt. You know, we have, and we have. We have four Come on. Navy SEALs okay. who are going to be in Congress this year. I hear you. And they are going to be phenomenal. <laughs> it's it's unfortunate there's not a lot of Tab- good Marjorie Taylor Greene, your, your Republican hero? Well, I'll tell you what. She goes out and she speaks the truth and she fights against everyone so I think who speaks the what truth. I hear no, with Tab- I, what I hear with Tabitha. I like Here's Rick, what I hear with Tabitha. I like Rick Scott. Here's what I hear with Tabitha. She's looking for the anecdote. anecdote Jim to- Jordan, that's a good one. Rand Jim Paul, Jordan, yes. yeah. She's looking for an antidote to the AOCs, to the Nancy Pelosi's, to the Chuck Schumer's. She is looking for someone to offset the nuttiness of the left. That's what I hear with Tabitha. Who are the people so that get can, somebody really nutty right. to the no, right? No, I don't think yes. Marjorie Taylor yes. Green is that nutty. No, Vic, I you're really right. Don't. You're right, Vic. It's like it's, I, I mean, I kind of see Tabitha's point of where she said she doesn't think she's that nutty. I kind of do, but yeah. she, but she does say some pretty wild stuff that she puts has her in to. that element where she's considered the very far Why right. Why does she have to? Well, have you ever heard her talk about this? She claims she has to be outrageous because if she's not outrageous, no one will cover her. No one will pay attention. And she's trying to get out there. She's trying to speak the truth. Have you ever heard her say something that's not true? She might know. be a little outrageous in how in her methods. Well, well, exactly. Well, 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 we well, should well. delve deep into that in tomorrow's show. And we'll have clips and I we'll judge what she's saying. A, what what Scotty said. And in and, and a person like myself, and you guys are all gonna hate me on Facebook and wherever she's you're had watching, a lot of crazy. You're all gonna hate me about this. Them. I would like a damn government that keeps our military strong, that gets our potholes covered, and make sure that our our this that whoever lives in this country has a, a soil that can grow and expand and be a freedom-loving individual. That's all I want. Marjorie Taylor Greene said that a wildfire in California was started by a laser. And there's a beamed, lot of people who believe hold that. Hold on, let me, let me finish. Beam from space and controlled by a prominent Jewish banking family with connections to powerful Democrats. You know who the there's original, a lot of people who believe that. You know who the that. original conspiracy theorist was? One of the original, do you believe that, Tabitha? One of the original conspiracy Tabitha, do you theories. That? She's not going to answer. Do you, you. believe it's that a laser happen. beam from outer space? I'm not going to go on the record and answer you, Vic. Why I don't not? know. I don't know it's about the happen. Jewish family. I don't know about. I don't know. I never heard the source of it. But what a lot of people believe is back. We no, were having, I don't, I'm asking you. What do you I don't believe? know what I believe. I believe that some of the wildfires that were started were unusual. I think, and there's a lot of people who believe that they were very unusual. What's the point? It, we're just talking about Marjorie I know, Taylor Greene and some of her statements. What's the point of a late? 
Okay, and we have we have satellites in space that do have laser beams. They have tested them. They do start fires. They can start fires. This is awesome. God, I this love is, this. You know what this is like? This is like an this old episode of Art Bell. I feel like I'm on the Art Bell show because Art Bell used to, if you got, didn't know him, he was an overnight guy that would talk about aliens and all this stuff. And Harp, the Harp program, remember the Harp program? They could literally take out a country if they wanted to with just radio waves or whatever the heck it was. That's conspiracy talk is what it is. Well, it's, but and okay. Oh, come on, Eric. So much of what was conspiracy talk is true. Uh, we, you know, Space Force that's up in space, we have satellites that do have laser beams and they are weapons. With Dr. We Evil. use them. They are and can be used yes. as weapons. That's a real I'm thing. sure. Some of these fires that started, what was that in 2020, 2019? Or, I, one is, of those years. They were very unusual <laughs> fires. If you could watch the fires go through, you'll see a car, a vehicle with tires completely melted. The car's completely burned. And then there's trees next to it and there's nothing. The yeah. trees aren't burned. I'm scared it was a very death strange if, fire. There's, if there's possibilities of, I've never thought or even heard the oh possibility my gosh, look it up online. of lasers. Yeah, but you have to be careful about what you see online. A lot of it no, can it's be true, can, but a lot of it cannot sci- be true. No, you can look at science magazines. You can look at NASA. They all talk about this. They talk about what? So there, you, so you like, have, wait, hold on. Weapons. I've never heard NASA wait. report that a laser beam from space Oh, not about, not started the fires. I'm talking about the capability. Well, wait a minute, no, wait a minute. We're talking about the laser beams right. coming from outer space. I'm saying that they're, Hold on. well, it's not specifically outer space, targeting, like And specifically targeting California for wildfires. Let's see if we can light up the redwood forest. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tabitha, you're saying that lasers did not start the fires. I'm saying that I don't know. I well, you don't know. There, then how do you report on it? But I'm saying that I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility. Well, when this happened, because you say it's happened, I'm cur- how come people didn't see this laser beam come from There are space? photos of it and videos That's of what it. I want to see. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And we love you, Tab. And I... But First of God, all, it's, it's not it's, about me. Look at the it, comment line. Other again, people I, see I, it. I, everybody that listens, I, yeah, I get back. I get back. Yeah, you're right. I'm not. I'm definitely in the minority on this show. But here's the deal. <laughs> on all I want. Welcome again, to my Friday existence. Last Friday. <laughs> all I want is for our damn <laughs> government to be sane. For uh, uh, we have 350 million smart people in this this damn <laughs> you know country. Why can't we? Why can't we find a thousand of them to run the joint that aren't completely out of their mind? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> why? Well, how in the hell did an AOC get elected to damn Congress? Sir- and John Fetterman? How in the hell did a Fetterman get elected By the to way, the Senate? Some national, some some popular. American publication voted him best dressed 2022. I know. Well, then I had. Then there's hope for me, Vic. (laughs) Then there's hope for a guy like myself because I I can relate to his fashion. Yes, I'm gonna go. Lisa Lisa says, "Well, Vic, you're the journalist. Go research it. I am gonna go look into laser beams controlled by the United States starting wildfires. Look at all of the photos. You'll find online if you now our now our space force is destroying the the planet." Uh, from space and the shooting laser beams at us. I don't feel like I personally have enough evidence to say that laser beams started the fire. But what I do know is that our <laughs> government does, and other governments, not just us, China, Russia, other folks who are fighting this war in space, they do have satellites that do have beams that are laser beams that destroy weapons and do destroy other things. And yes, they're capable of starting a wildfire. Did they? I don't know. I do appreciate Marjorie Taylor Greene fighting for what she believes, and she is a fighter. There is absolutely no doubt. 
But what started that is I had asked because you didn't think that Holly and Cruz. I'm not are a fan of Holly and Cruz. You said that they're not true conservatives. They're not. So then I said, "Well, who's a, who are the conservatives?" Then you said, "I'm and Marjorie I asked you to Taylor tell me." Green. No, well, wait a second. You said <laughs> yes. Yeah. That these two were not Cruz and Holly. So I asked you, "Well, then who is?" And you gave me Marjorie Taylor Green, yeah. which started the conversation. Yes. And you can't you so a, a Tabitha Hassel can't. Sit no back. wonder you think a the Tabitha Hassel in trouble cannot sit back and go. Here's Eric Schmidt. He sues the Biden administration every single day for, because of border breaches. But Ma- Margie Taylor Greene says that we're starting fires with our with our space force in California. You can't you can't separate the two and go. This is normal. This is constructive. This is kind of weird. No, because <laughs> you know. It, Okay, well, if we if we did that, then we were all weird because a lot of the things that we all believe to be true in the past many years, we now find out are true. People thought we were flat That's out. That's true. Nuts That's true. That's a couple true. Of years Who's ago, we? and guess what? It's true. Who's we? We well, we me, real conservatives. Look how she just looked at me, Scotty. That, did that make you nervous? <laughs> I, felt, I, felt, I did that on purpose. I felt that in my stomach. <laughs> and and Vic, I don't mean this in any negative way against Not at you. All. Oh, this is, but now you're brought this into is the mix. Why, no, this is this why is last stuff. week I said maybe you're an establishment person. Yeah, there's nothing negative because with that. There's nothing negative with that. You have part of your party, too. It, because people who, a lot of what I call true conservatives, they like Marjorie Taylor Greene. They cheer her on. They say we need more people like her. And I agree with that because we need more people Fighting for the truth. Is some of the things she says a little outrageous? If it were me, no, maybe I wouldn't do the same thing. But we need people bringing, bringing attention to these issues. I will say I this in, 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 her, in, in, in Tabitha's defense. We're getting Mitch McConnell on next weekend, my daddy. In Tabitha's defense, <laughs> she was the, the, the first part of conspiracy that we had on the show was the I word horse paste. And look, looky, looky. And, and guess who brought lives. it up? It was Tabitha <laughs> Hassel. Tabitha Hassel brought up the I word horse paste. And we all went, you are nuts. What is wrong with you eating horse paste? And then all of a sudden we find out, oh, wait a minute. There's something to this, isn't there? And then the, uh, what was the other one? The, the uh, hydro, whatever the other drug. Hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, and the, vit- and the zinc and the vitamin C. And that seemed to be a concoction that kind of worked for well, some people, well, no, didn't it? Well, yeah, but a lot of I didn't know talking. that. Did you know we that? We talked, I guarantee you, we talked about the I word before yes. anyone else yeah, in media I, did. I, we did. And I'm talking about all across the country. No, that D, was very Way ahead of time. You got us really on that. That so. was very conspiracy, conspiratorial when and I heard it. And it was true. And it was true. And look at all, if you look back, we should do like an, uh, an uh, non-live show just for content purposes about all of the things that people at one time called conspiracy theory which are now why don't you set that true. up for well, this we're week. starting to do that why don't you set that up i would love to do that that's a good point like, do you realize how much <laughs> it would take days. A staff. yes yes the staff maybe at some days. point in time 100 we'll try to get to that um we do hope you enjoy what we're doing i mean my gosh we had we had two other big topics to get in today we didn't even get into it we have great content though uh, coming up this week, speaking of this week, um, we may or may not have a farmer on tomorrow. You're going to let me know ASAP, right? Yes, I am. Um, but do we have somebody else for tomorrow? We have Andy Polachek. Andy Polachek is at what time at again? At 5 a.m. with Missouri Canvas. About what's actually happening with elections. And he's going to talk to us about elections and ballots and all sorts of good stuff. Okay. Wednesday, for sure, we have, in the 8 o'clock hour, uh, Max Kostelak, the 21-year-old yeah. podcaster. 
conservative podcaster goes to Ole Miss. That'll be fun. Can't wait. Do we have somebody? In, and then is it Strange? We have Charlie, Charlie Strange, Strange joining us o'clock? this week. That is correct. Is that Wednesday to at talk nine? about his? Or, I haven't confirmed it yet, but it will be one day this week. And he's going to talk to us about his book, Relentless, and all of the government corruptions that we are all aware of. But he can prove it. Maybe Colonel Joe, that. maybe Monica Adams this week. We've got a lot to get done with that. That's for sure. Yeah. So many topics coming up. Um, let's see here. What else? Yeah, we, we got into so much. By the way, I wanted to give this out there, too. Disney lost $123 billion last year. 44% of the share. <laughs> Guess what How Disney did? Possible? Guess what Disney did last year more so than they've ever done? What? They went woke. Yes. Movies, Are you talking about the movies? Same yeah. same sex kisses. Oh, yeah. Uh hey, whatever. If if that's you, that's your thing. But I'm just telling you for what Disney apparently the American public did not follow Disney on that. You lose 123 billion dollars, uh people are going to start to talk in those boardrooms about what they're putting out. And that's, that's for sure. That's the point, Vic, is we talk about backlash on this show. It doesn't have to be a bunch of parents going to a school board meeting. It could be a bunch of parents saying, "We're not going to the Disney movie." That's backlash, my friends. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Yeah. Robert says, go woke, go broke. There's another case of it. You know, that's right. Wow. What a shame. What a great American success story the Disney Corporation was. And now they are literally letting, letting it come out about their political stripes. It, well, it changed with Bob Iger when Bob Iger left. It, it is so did. true. He's back now, though. No, he's not back. He's gone now. <laughs> okay. Hey guys, I, yeah. what a great show again today. That's what we do with the podcast. Cancel this three hour show, seven ish to 10, Monday through Friday. Share the show, share the show, share the show. If you can or you know anybody that wants to donate to the show, first of all, from an advertising standpoint, go to canceltheshow.com. You can also go to canceltheshow.com forward slash donate and jump in and donate whatever you can to the show to help keep us going from that standpoint as well. We appreciate it if you like the messaging that we're trying to get out there. But as Tabitha says, best thing you can do is share the show get the messages out we talked about what's coming up this week uh thanks to ian mcfarlane from modern weapons systems who joined us today uh hopefully we can get him back on at some time lizzie sparks in house today lizzie you're the best seriously social media sales marketing promotions we talk about you all the time you are fantastic scotty gherkin every day we get something better all the bells and whistles on this broadcast yes i like it yes I like it. Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle, and Vic Faust. Thanks for joining us. You can also check out the show if you didn't. Let people know. We'll see you tomorrow for another edition of Cancel This.